What is up, everyone? Welcome to Dead With My Friends podcast. I am your co-host, Steve. And I am your co-host, Nick. And on this episode, which is episode 25, we have a very special guest with us, everyone, Gabby Galgano. Hello. So, Gabby, welcome. Welcome to the show. One of our biggest supporters and listeners since, like, day one. That's why we wanted to make sure you and Mikey got, like, our first test pressing shirts, because you guys have just been such big supporters of us and we appreciate it so we brought you on to talk dead silence thank you thank you i am uh slightly nervous very excited to be here it's kind of weird like talking to you guys with cameras on yeah we, yeah. Can, we can literally cut all this if you want oh, cool, <laughs> um, cool. uh but yeah i'm like uh since day one man been your number one fan oh, um, we appreciate it listen to every episode uh, love talking with Butch about you know where you guys are going with it, ideas. Love and you're helping out in any way yeah, I can. And you're, and you're working with us with uh, on the video end as well. Yeah, I hate doing it. Video end because yeah, super appreciative <laughs> I mean, on that. Cause, yeah, like, well, it'll come it'll come out soon. Everybody will yeah. see. It, it's good soon. to have Nick like in front of the camera because he's always the guy behind it mm. when we're doing like these vlog trips. So just to have even him, then, I get shy. Yeah, you do. We gotta, we gotta you break need, you in yeah. more. It's like one of those things where it's like you think you want it. Yeah, and then, yeah. then you once you get it, it, and you're yeah. like, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. Nah, man. I I'm I'm the same exact way. I used to do vlogging for myself all the time, and it was actually a lot of fun being able to be behind the camera. And I know you were probably jealous because you were like, I don't want to be in front of the camera. But <laughs> yeah, once like you got talking, man, like. Yeah. yeah, you're good. You're golden. Yeah, because you 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 like went away with Stephen, and then I felt like so well, safe. This man is like, <laughs> <laughs> this man is an encyclopedia. Literally every single movie we passed in the in the archive, you were picking up everything. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. this director I, did this, 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 and this, and then they also have this from the other studio. And I was like, this is great shit. This yeah. is this is good. Rumor I mean, has it that his voice is still echoing throughout the uh, throughout, throughout the archive. The archive, yeah. The archive, yeah. <laughs> Like, Dude, that they're so fucking awesome. The archive, like, shout so out to Brian fun. and all of his staff again. We had such a good time vlogging there, and uh, I can't wait to go back. That's like the a mecca. magical yeah. place. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. Place. And you picked up your first. I got my boutique first, label. Yeah. yeah, what did you get yeah. again? Uh, I got a Cat Creeps. Okay, nineteen forty-eight. I do not remember the drug. I still haven't watched it yet, but I remember I watched it in school, mm-hmm. and that's kind of probably why the title stuck with me. But I don't, I don't remember it. You but also it's like saw a 1948 thriller. You so. also saw the old school Universal. Yes, logo. that's what yep. piqued your interest yeah. with it. I love yeah. old school Universal. I'm a yeah, little stickler. Listen, I love the classics. It's a good before bed. Like any of the Universal monster classics, like I love throwing them on. Like especially this time of the year. Before bed is just like yeah, I've song. been yeah. I've been doing that a lot to be honest. I've been watching House on Haunted Hill with Vincent Price. Hell yeah, on fucking repeat. I mean, I've what? seen it a bunch, yeah, yeah. but they have it in color on Tubi. Tubi's the goat. So always, yeah, always. I just downloaded Tubi and I can I can attest it was great. Welcome to the family. I had well, a I had a Meg Ryan marathon the other day yeah. on Tubi. Yeah. After I you watched Meg Dead Ryan. Silence. Yeah, after I watched Dead Silence, I watched When Harry Met Sally. I was like, ooh, this is on Tubi? Okay. They got some fucking great ones, especially for, like, the shot on video shit, which is, like, that's kind of harder to find mm-hmm. these days, but they have so much shit. Dude, I'll there. be honest. Um, going through my my uh, October watch list, uh, I was like, fuck, where am I going to find all these movies? Because I don't own all of them. Literally, Tubi has every single one of them that I want. Yeah. All They're the hard-to-find ones. Even always. The Frighteners. 
Yeah. Oh, you got even the Frighteners has, on? Yeah, I have the Frighteners on there. Nice, nice. That's good so one. I was like, shit, man. I was like, I don't know what the... They even have Neon Maniacs. Um, that was another one that was on there. What's that, the thing that I they do? I, I literally just saw it when it opened up. It's called like Go Down the Rabbit Hole. And it like sends you down. It's like a Tubi thing where it's oh, like, really? oh, do you want to go down the rabbit hole? Oh, and I'm like, like, well, I can't right now because I have to watch something. But uh, but I was like, I'm going to put that in my brain for later. Yeah, apparently I was on the app on my phone when I like opened it. So what? It'll like just like maybe it'll throw like you generate like... a list of like based on stuff I've watched. Really cool. I don't know if that's what it is, but I was like really tempted to click on it and be like, what is the rabbit hole? I'm going to have to look into that then. Yeah. So before we get any further, for those that are watching. You notice we're not at our normal setup. We are at the Galgano studio. And uh it he's feels over there. Mike, yeah, we got Mikey <laughs> Galgano here, uh notorious for recording a lot of lower Hudson Valley bands. Um and uh the drummer of Roanoke. So uh being here at the studio, it's really sick to be here. I remember uh tracking a t- uh single with uh, some friends a few years ago. So it's just nice to revisit. Yeah, nice the studio is fucking great. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm grateful to be here. Um, it's a lot easier for me on the setup too. Oh, yeah. I'll say yeah. I don't got to move all this shit around. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> so I'm we've got a good setup going. We're lounging. We're chilling. It's a yeah. Fucking... The lounge feels nice, man. Big fun, big comfy couch. Yeah. Kind of looks like the big comfy couch too. Yeah, actually. a little bit with that clown girl. Watch out for the dust bunnies. There was a little clown girl, right? The big yeah. comfy couch. Lunette. Lunette and her doll. Yes, yes, Molly. yes. That's right. Luna and wow. Hidal Molly, and then there's yeah. and yeah. Uh, all the little townspeople, you know. Yeah, we also have another guest. We've got Charlie McCarthy mm-hmm. here, uh, who makes a cameo appearance in Dead Silence. Yeah. And uh, what's good, Charlie? I mean, technically, he's the first celebrity guest. If you yeah, think about it, too, yeah. dude. So I did say on the retrospect that I wanted a celebrity guest. So Charlie, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you, uh, helping us achieve our goals and getting some celebrity yeah. guests on. Dude's got some skin, or dare I say, plastic in the game, <laughs> as far as uh, you know, being on on camera and stuff, and uh, you know, it's good to have you here, man. Yo, <laughs> he's he's a little camera shy. He's very talkative in the car, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, he actually got us here. So yeah, before we get into a uh, deep discussion on Dead Silence, I want to talk about a little band from Seattle, Washington. Aiden, a band we both grew up on during the era, like Fuse's heyday, uh, Steve's Untitled Rock Show. I remember when they were interviewing Aiden and they had just released the Rain in Hell EP, at which We Sleep Forever single ended up being used on the soundtrack for Dead Silence. And that fucking video rules. So let's talk a little bit about Aiden, Nick. That's a great video. Yeah, absolutely. That was like the glory days, I feel, like the early 2000s. Because this movie came out in 2007. That Rain and Hell EP came out in 2006, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Movies and, and bands and soundtracks like that, dude, that that go hand in hand. Like, it was, uh, it, it, it was a different time. Anytime I watch the music video, it always brings me back to... A real good time in my life for sure yeah it's definitely a bygone era like you don't really see like movie soundtracks as promoted whereas like we had the freddie vs jason one all of the saw soundtracks i think mudvayne was on like fucking saw yeah they don't soundtrack. do it anymore yeah. that's kind of like what i was like trying to get at but even with this soundtrack it was more or less just the scores mm-hmm. and everything with aiden we sleep forever thrown in on the dead silent soundtrack i saw aiden dude in 2005 so like at their like Nightmare major, Anatomy. Yeah. So yeah. Nightmare Anatomy just dropped. 
You saw them on the Zoomies Couch Tour, yep. which that's a bygone era. Mm-hmm. Now, did they the Zoomies Couch Tour? Did they come to the mall to play that, or was that like you went to New Jersey, or where did you go for that? Do you I remember? went to Albany, actually. Albany, yeah, okay. Yeah, me and my family, we we. The only reason why we went to the Albany one was because the Element Skate Team was there, okay. and I really wanted to see Bam. So Bam yeah. was there, Novak was there, Tosh Townsend was there. Sick, yeah. Uh, Mike the... V was there, of course. So, dude, it was such a sick skate demo, but yeah, Bayside and Aiden both played. And I remembered, um, somebody threw a fucking water bottle at Will Francis while they were playing, and I was like, what a fucking scumbag! Yeah, I didn't even like looking back now, I wish I had enjoyed it more, you know. I wish I had taken it in. I mean, I was more into like the skateboarding aspect at the time, yeah, but. The fact that like Aiden was there, like it's cool for me to to go oh, back. Yeah. That I was like in that vicinity, and I was, I have that experience. I had first seen Aiden at the two thousand. So this was my very first Warp Tour. It was the um, where did they do it in fucking Long Island, the NASA Coliseum? Okay, that miserable right. fucking location because <laughs> it's all on just blacktop, and so you imagine you're in the peak summer on top of blacktop. So it's like hundred and ten degrees there. But I saw Aiden there. And then I had seen them another time. That was in 2009. And then in 2011, my senior year, they played a loft show with Dr. Acula. Really? And, yo, everyone, they were the headliner, right? Aiden was. And, like, a lot of fucking people dipped. And so it was a little more personal. Like, we were, like, you know, the loft. It's fucking, we're right there, you know. So uh, Will just kind of took it upon himself. He's like, let's get fucking personal. And he had dropped a bit of, like, information. He said, we haven't played, um, I think it was Poughkeepsie at the time. Yeah, they, they, he said they, they hadn't played Poughkeepsie since 2008 or nine, and that's when the one guitarist, Jake, had quit the band. Like, they played a show and he, at the loft, he and quit? he quit the band that night. What? Yeah. So. Jeez. Yeah. They were like, yeah, some Shitty. memories here, but <laughs> it was still it was still a pretty solid show. Uh, just to see them like so personable, you know. I mean, that's the beauty of the setting. loft, man. Yeah. Which really uh, get much fucking personal. The final that. show is happening upon this time of recording. It's happening at the end of this month. It's Hate Breed, Internal Bleeding, and then my friends in Sick Bay are opening, and then those fuckers added another date with in fucking Brooklyn, all right? out. No, 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 another chance show with all out war and fuming mouth. I'm like, why the fuck can that not be added on to my fucking friends in sick bay playing on that Sunday show? But oh, it's a Sunday, like, the hate so breed show. There's two. There's I the told one you on they Sunday. would add another one, and you yep. were like, no, they're not. I told you they would. Yeah, no, you were right, and I'll fucking gladly eat my words on that. So the Sunday show sold out in three hours. I got my ticket like on my lunch break that day, and then they added another show since it sold out so quick, and they added all at war and fuming mouth. To that Thursday show. So there's going to be a Thursday show and then the Sunday show, which is the true final, final nail in the coffin for the chance. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it'll be. Seems like it's being fucking prolonged, though. Yeah. But, yeah, so back to Aiden. Yeah, uh, definitely it's it's good to revisit a band from, like, our childhood. Like, that was definitely a go-to band to throw on from your, like, skating, especially during the fall weather. Oh, like, I listened to tons of Aiden when I was skateboarding, yeah, dude, for sure. That AFI All House EP, you know, just good fall skate sessions. And, uh, you know, I just want to talk a bit about And the Rain and Hell EP was really good, too. Six songs on it. They do... Um, uh, uh, they do Misfits cover on it, yep, which is Die, Die, yep, Die, 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 My Darling, and then they do White Wedding, uh, cover. White Wedding, yep, Billy Idol, yep, 
Then they have uh, three more yeah, original there's songs, like, but they're fucking yeah. It's there's it's like an interlude thing. song. There's the suffering, and then we sleep forever. I wa- we were talking earlier though. I wonder how, like them getting on the dead silence whole fucking yeah. thing came to be. You know, it was probably because it's just like the aesthetic and the look. Probably also being on Victory Records. I mean that it was a very reputable label at the time. So. You know, yeah, sure, management like, probably got yeah. him on, right, Mikey? You think management probably got him on? Mikey knows. My, Mikey's uh, put some skin in the game as far as the music industry goes. Yeah, label probably put him on. They're like, yeah, this is kind of like a dark, atmospheric, gothic-y looking fucking movie. Yeah. And we think that this song would probably go really well in it. And it did. I love that and music They pull video. some clips in the music video, yeah. so they do like the cemetery scene in, in the music video. And they shoot and it And they match it up really yeah, well, yeah. too. Did I, I send it I'm to like, you? I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to like jump in. Wow, yeah, jump we in. did. We did watch it. We did watch it together. I did when show I, you when right? I came over the other day. Yeah, and uh, they did. They matched up like all the lighting and everything because it was just the cemetery. Their band shots were all shot in the cemetery where all the dolls are buried, and then they were like splicing in like like montages from the movie, which I thought was cool. But they they used to do that a lot in like the early 2000s. That was like a big thing of like, like I remember, I mean, okay, so I'm definitely going to show it's like, I, I was never really big into horror until I got older. So all my early 2000s stuff, it's like, you know, they did it with Mean Girls. They did it with, um, I remember like any Lindsay Lohan movie or like Hilary Duff movie, she would have like a music video that would be like, you know, a song. Yeah, they don't yeah, do like that song. anymore. They like no. cross. They cross promote everything. Yep. Yeah, it's like it a was, very two thousand, like early two thousand. It was all thing. a promotion thing. And then I mean, maybe, but maybe it looked the, cool. Yeah, like, maybe they thought like you know oh, this would be good promotion for the video or uh, for the movie rather. You know, having Aiden because they were probably pretty big at that time. They were kind of blowing up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Now so. I'm like curious. I want to write down to like <laughs> look into that. Why I should have looked into it beforehand. But like, how did they get like? I I tried looking it up, Aiden. Yeah. I tried looking it up. You can't find anything. Well, on you got it me yet. the you got me the other Dead Silence script, which I still haven't gone through yet. But Dude, I, oh, I, I look. I don't script. Well, oh, we have we have bits. We have tidbits. Uh, yeah. Well, the the thing about Dead Silence is. Um, oh wait, did I just jump the gun though? Or are we no? Like, I mean, it's fine. It's a perfect segue to be yeah. honest with you. So. Um, that script that I had given you, I don't know if if that's the early iteration that you so were talking about. I so I'm glad you brought it up. But so now, what do you know about okay, the early one? Okay. So this is what this is what I heard, and I think I might have been mistaken. So uh, Lee Wan L, mm-hmm. correct? He wrote Dead Silence. He also wrote for you know the Saw franchise and you know uh, Insidious, different ones. Insidious, and... The Conjuring. Um, so I might be mis remembering this but basically lee wanell wrote the script for dead silence as like he went to the studio and pitched the idea and then they paid him the money to write the script so it's either you can get paid to write the script or you come to the studio with the spec script already okay so this was, I believe, the last time that Lee Wanell ever did any script work before having a spec script. Okay. They correct me if so I'm much. wrong, no, because you're there was so much studio interference, but there was so much studio interference with the writing of the script. So there, so I'm guessing whatever his original idea was, whatever he went into it, that's what I'm guessing because 
I reread that like fact that I found right. on like, oh, like Lee never goes into like Lee always pre-writes his spec scripts before going to the studio. Because yeah, he of had the to amount. learn his lesson, really. Yeah. So I'm guessing maybe while he was writing the script, the studio was just interfering with how the story was going or I don't know. But I didn't find any like interviews on it. But I was I misread it at first. I'm like, is there an original script? Like, what did the original one look like? There is. But, but yeah, it doesn't so, exist online and it'll yeah. never see the light of day. And I'm glad that. I, yeah. I, well, what, so I, I did a lot of deep diving on it, too, after you had um after you had mentioned it, because, like, I love that shit, too. Like, I always want to see, like, early iterations and stuff. And I want to see, like, where it was and then where 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 it yeah, ended where, up. Yeah. So the script that I sent you that script has an alternate opening and an mm -hmm. alternate ending right which you which were filmed and you can actually see on like the 4k i we actually didn't bring it uh, so, we did not bring our copies yeah. so it's okay but um <clears throat> so that that's what it is but there is an early script that was made uh, that Lee Winnell had spoken about. So you know like the Mary Shaw era? They call it like the vaudeville era, mm -hmm. right? Um, in the theater and everything like that. The early script that he had before I suppose the studio had like fucked around with it and everything, it was supposed to, this Dead Silence was supposed to be an entire period film, which I think would have been great. It makes yeah. me so yeah. angry and upset. And I want to see it. I want to read it so bad, but it was going to... Especially because I was saying that was like my favorite scene was, yeah. The, yeah. was the era. So that era, the vaudeville era, which is like the 20th century theater or, yeah, or whatever. Like the early... Oh. You have you a better definition me. of what it is? So like vaudeville would be like the 20, 20s, 30s. Think like, oh man, like, you know, I I... I have a theater background, so I'm all like Chicago, Chicago Fosse, Chicago. Chicago kicks ass. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, and it was like the heyday of like the yeah, theater experience. Yeah, it's the heyday of this theater, and it's it's that whole like kind of vaudeville was a mixture of like burlesque, circus, and like theater, just like and. I love the vibe. <laughs> I love it so much. But what 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 could have been, right? Yeah, I know so that makes me really upset. So maybe that's why he was so upset because that would have been fucking. Well, he sick. said he was I like, love that. He, he was like, he was like, I don't even know if I should be talking about it. He's like, but fuck it, you know, like it's never gonna end up seeing the light of day. I deeply want to see that script. I'm gonna put it out in yeah. the universe that I'm eventually gonna read that script. We so, will find it some way somehow. Um, I don't know how. Maybe I'll meet Lee Winnell or James Wan like, one of these days. I want days. the original. And I'll just be like, can I just please read it, man? Like, I won't leak I won't it or nothing. It I'll sign an NDA. Like, I, I I would love to. But doesn't that sound so cool? Yeah, that yeah it, absolutely. No, it sounds... With the studio, obviously, they yeah. were like, yeah, period fucking pieces aren't going to really, like, it's not going to work, you know? But Again, early 2000s, it was all about, like, because, I mean, this is what, around the time of, of Saw and The Ring coming out. Like, oh, yeah, it's in, in the peak you know, of, like, there's already three like, Saws yeah. out almost at that point. Or at least Saw 2, because... Saw 2, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, when I was Saw... still writing on them. Dead Silence came as a rush because they were guided by their... Um, their management they were like yo like saw's doing like really well and you know the studios are going to want you guys so you got to have something else in the chamber and you know james wan and lee winnell being big fans of like hammer films and shit like that you know and uh, james wan's really big into ventriloquism and shit so um like he was talking about how um like he a big inspiration was like poltergeist and and things like that like they wanted to do a ghost story but then they were he was like yeah, yeah let's throw like creepy dolls and shit and in it too 
So, um, so yeah, it came as like a rush, and I mean, it didn't do well. Like we talked it about it as well. Flopped. It was a flop, unfortunately, it big time too. And I was surprised reading about it because I watching it, I was like, this isn't that bad. Like it's campy. It's you know. It's a little silly sometimes, and you know the plot holes. We'll get into it. We'll get yeah, into it. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to jump the gun, but yeah, yeah. but like you know, I'm I was surprised, but there was I wasn't surprised though because I was like, if it didn't flop, there would have been like three or four sequels. So definitely, the fact y- that it was the one and only standalone that is like a blessing and a curse because I think like you know, fast forwarding to the Conjuring universe. I'm mm-hmm. fucking over it. Yeah. I was over it after two. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, I'm over it, but I would have loved to see a sequel to this, but it's too late. It's yeah. way too late, and you can clearly see how shit got carried away with, like, again, the Saw the, films. Yeah. The Saw films, oh, yeah. the Conjuring universe, you know, it's just all... Yeah, if it didn't flop, we would have had a bunch of... Yeah. and they Which, pro- it set, the, it set the, the groundwork, though, for the Conjuring universe... If you think about it, because you got Annabelle the doll, mm-hmm. and then also Insidious, you had mentioned when we were watching it again that like Mary, Sh- the one woman ghost in Insidious who is haunting the dad, looks yeah. a lot like Mary Shaw. Yeah, yeah. And that is absolutely the vibe that I get. So, you know, it definitely laid the framework. Well, it's for all James Wan, Lee Winnell's world. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But I feel like again with that too. Uh, you know, they definitely drew inspiration from it. But even just going to, what was it, specifically Insidious, like, they made the spinoff of The Nun because people just liked that ghost from Insidious, right? Am I am I remembering Conjuring, that correctly? Conjuring. Conjuring, yeah. Conjuring yeah. yeah. They just, like, made this whole spinoff because it was like, oh, that looked cool. Like, let's And she wasn't even supposed to, like, the fucking nun wasn't even supposed to be in it. It was, like, now. some crazy fucking demon, which looked even yeah. better, in my opinion. Yeah. But then I guess, I, like, I mean, at the last minute, they were like, this the might be too time, intense. The first time I saw Valak, the nun, like, in the Conjuring Part 2, I was like, all right, that's a little creepy. But yeah. As as the Those main, movies just didn't land for me. As the main antagonist, yeah, it just like yeah. doesn't hold up. Yeah. The goat man. Goat man forever. Yeah. yeah the Darth yeah. Maul fucking goat man. Yeah. Like, goat man was cool in the nun. <laughs> oh no, actually, hold on. Did you see the nun too? I haven't. Well, well that's I why we're talking goat man. There's a goat man in it. Okay. We saw it. We we yeah, all went out to I see it. I love like so like anything like kind of like goat related like where like it's a hybrid yeah like that shit really creeps me out like VHS too yeah the fucking oh, cold with the Baphomet looking fucking well we're gonna petition for fucking... goat man goat, goat man, man. Okay. I would watch a whole movie of but like see for me it's weird because well all right I think goats are just so fucking silly yeah uh, they just make me giggle but the the goat man in the nun too actually. He was cool. He was Everybody, cool. he was he a fan cool. favorite. He was, I thought he was. He was cool. my favorite. Um, I'm gonna have to check out the yeah. nun too. Just, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It was a. It was a good time. I wouldn't yeah. watch it again. Okay. It was. I. You know. But if someone was like, "Oh, I'm going to see the nun too," I'd be like, "Yeah, it was a fun time." You know. Yeah. It was a. They. They had fun with it. There were some cool sequences. Still mad about. It. Yeah. I'm not even. I can't even get into it. The whole. But I didn't like the first yeah. nun. I, I definitely. I never saw the first nun. Actually, I mean, but we're we're just talking about like the Conjuring point. universe, and we're just yeah. talking about the universes that you know Lee Winnell and James Wan have all made. Just yeah. w- from just what came from just this little Saw movie. Yeah. That they had made, you know, being fresh out of film school. Yeah. So they met at film school, and I think like their their fucking dynamic was just incredible, you know. 
James Wan is an incredible director. I, apparently, he hates writing, is what Lee Winnell said. And Lee was like, he's like, I like acting and I like writing, but he's like a director and writer now. And he's his fucking movies are great too. Like, have you ever seen yeah. Upgrade? You ever see Upgrade? Lee no. Winnell made Upgrade. Oh, you got to see Upgrade was great. The Invisible Man was really good. Yes, I saw the Invisible yeah. Man. Um, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. But I think like I had a night. I had my nightmares about the Invisible Man. Did too. you? It was yeah. cre- It just like creeped. It me was out. a good. It was a good movie. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think he's a great fucking writer. Um, but I think it ended for them with Insidious. I don't know if it was the first or second Insidious. Oh, they was, parted they, ways after yeah, that? Yeah, they definitely, like, I don't know if they're working on anything now. They're not working together, in, you know? But... Like, oh, I wonder if they had a falling out. No, I just I doubt it. I think maybe, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, no, but good. I feel like, you know, like, knowing when to end something. Right. I would much yeah. rather that than, like, see them become the, the evil. Well, <laughs> what I would think was Lee probably just wanted more out of his own career, you know? Okay. Because it's not like, I wouldn't say, like, he was living in in James Wan's shadow or anything like that. But, you know, James Wan is one of the most successful filmmakers ever. One of the most successful horror filmmakers ever, too. And, I mean, he would have been able to do it, I'm sure, but it just fast-tracked him that he had such a good writer behind him as well with Lee. And, you know, like I said, their their dynamic was great. Um, But... I guess Lee wanted to direct and write, and that's what he went on to, to, to going and doing, so... That's that's what ended up happening. I'm sure they're still friends. I'm sure they're 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 yeah. just at different stages in their careers. So I would love to see them team up again for for something like a James Wan Lee Winnell. And I mean Lee Winnell, he 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 acted in Saw. He was in um the first in, he was in actually all the Insidious. Well, yeah, movies. wasn't he the guy that cut uh that was like it woke up in the bathtub? Yeah, that was him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So there was only two people in in it really, and he yeah. was the other guy. So nice. All right, well, before we really start diving into the plot of Dead Silence, one thing I want to bring up is the choice of reds. Uh, James Wan went red heavy on this. And I'm wondering, like, was he on his Argento shit? You know, was he on his Suspiria shit with the Argento reds and stuff? Yeah, I I can definitely see that. I I mean, I know that he is a Dario Argento fan, for sure. Oh, yeah, you could totally see the influence. And who isn't? What, for James Wan? Well, who doesn't like Dario yeah. Argento? I mean, listen, some tracks. No, I'm kidding. No, listen, yo, yo, listen. <laughs> some all tracks. right, all right. It, it's it's been said many times. I'm more Fulci than Argento. You know that, but I do have appreciation for Argento. I just feel like after the mid '80s, Argento kind of fell off. And had Fulci's health not been so compromised, man, we would have got some more bangers. But you know, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. What do you say, Nick? We drop the trailer, and then are you all ready to get into Dead Silence? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Let's what do you, it. Well, hold on. You fucking, you ready, Charlie? All right, he's ready. Jamie? Jamie? There's an old ghost story around here about a woman named Mary Shaw. The ventriloquist who lost her voice. 
back when I was a boy, a little boy, went missing. There was only ever one suspect, Mary Shaw. She was murdered. The men cut out her tongue. And this town has been plagued by death ever since. Families found without their tongues. She was buried with her doll collection. The children, as she called them. Somebody dug them up. All 100 of them. They came back. They didn't stay dead. So yeah, I just kind of want to dive into this. Like, I don't want to sit here and do play by play. I just kind of want to talk about like shit that really, I really enjoyed and maybe things that could have been, you know, different and yeah. So I'll say for sure, like the colors, the reds, the fact that it mainly focuses on ventriloquist dummies. Like I was always big into ventriloquist dummies growing up and, uh, I've had this Charlie McCarthy myself. I've had Slappy from Goosebumps and like a few others. Uh, Howdy Doody, yeah, I had one of those. Same for the same line. You could pick these up at a uh, your local Sears that is no longer around. Yeah, pick it up at your, yeah, you know, your that local is no Sears longer catalog. Man. Yeah, but I used to get these out of the catalog like every fucking Christmas, and like I'd have, have friends sleep over, and they'd be like, "Yo, can you fucking put those things in your closet?" Oh, Jace hates it. Yeah. Yo, I was, one fucking... time I used this to my advantage because like we were like. In our neighborhood, we were having, like, all, like, it was a summer night, and we were having, like, fucking manhunt, and I totally, like, propped a few of these up to make it look like I was sleeping in my bed, and just snuck out and played some manhunt later. That's what you did? Yeah. It worked. I didn't get in trouble. Your mom just never went in your room. I don't know, but fuck it. It worked. <laughs> all right, you know what? I'm going to say it worked. It worked. I, it worked. <laughs> it it worked. worked. All right? Yeah, it worked. I pulled the fucking uh, Ferris Bueller's Day yeah. off, right? It fucking worked. <laughs> Yeah. You did like a little voice recording yeah. of yourself, <laughs> or, like the or it was the doll. Or the Truman Show, when or it was the doll talking. Oh yeah. Or dude, we were when we were watching fucking, um, we were dying. We were watching Trick or Treat last night. It was like a little bit of a side tangent. And when Sammy Kerr is coming through on the fucking radio, and Ragman's like, "Mom, don't come in." And then yeah. Sammy Kerr's over the radio. It's like, "Mom, please come in." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, um. Uh, so what were you saying? So you were saying like in the beginning of the movie, you, you like you like you really like the colors. You like the color palette that they yeah, use. Yeah, I like the film? color palette. I like like you know it was kind of bleak, bleakish blue, right? The uh, yeah. the first thing I wrote when I saw the colors were like you could tell it's the two thousands because everything's blue. Yes, yeah. <laughs> heavy on the grayish blues. Um, yeah, that blue tint, a real it, gloomy vibe to it. Yeah. But it contrasts like pretty it, nice. No, together. yeah, they they did they did a good they did a good job with it, and and definitely like. You can tell a lot of love went into like deciding which things to have the Papa Red, like his bow tie, the Papa Red, his car was red. Yeah, you know, the, the red of, of Billy. the cur- yeah, the curtains in the theater. Like there were like nice little accents put in there. But if you look at the wardrobe too, I, I always look at wardrobe. My one of my best friends is a costume girl. Um and she uh 
Anyway, what were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, not to cut you <laughs> off, but to add to the wardrobe, we saw in the credits last night who did wardrobing was uh, David Cronenberg's. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, hold on. I'll fact check it while you guys fucking. Yeah, yeah it was Cronenberg, yeah. though. Well, That's... I was just saying, because if you notice in the wardrobe, pretty much nobody is wearing any other color other than like neutrals, other than like. To let those reds yeah, pop. Yeah, to let those shit. reds yeah, pop more. Yeah. And they definitely like for like the scenery and stuff too. They it was definitely I like a deliberate this, a, de- a deliberate choice. I love the scenery. That's like one of the big eye candies for me yeah. too. Is the ambiance, the ambiance, the, the color, yeah. the scenery, great exterior shots, um, and also like just the look of Billy. Like that's the first dummy we get introduced to. Yeah. And like, fuck, dude, it's just such a creepy looking doll. The introduction to Billy is like pretty cool in, in the beginning where it's Jamie. And what's his, um, what's his wife, uh, his wife's name? Lisa. Lisa. Lisa, yeah. Lisa. Lisa right? Sorry. Yeah, in their Lisa. rainy apartment. Yeah. Where, where the fuck yeah. do they live though? Um, so this was shot in Toronto. Right. So I don't, they don't specify. Yeah, they don't. But they I'll don't. tell you what, the town of Raven's Fair well, I live 20 minutes away from this town called Rosendale, mm-hmm. where they also shot A Quiet Place. They shot some of that in, like, Rosendale and New Paltz. And Rosendale looks just like a rundown Raven's Fair. Like, Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I was going to say, I've brought, I've brought you over through there before. They have a nice old theater there, too, which they'll do, like, old screenings for, like, especially this time of the month of, like, older mm-hmm. classic horror movies. Like, I saw... Carnival of Souls there. Yeah, I remember that. But it's like old auditorium seats with no cup holders. I so I'm just sitting that, there yeah. holding my boiling soda. And like other people, because they didn't have fucking cup holders, you could just hear their like fucking glass bottles like ting, 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 like just rolling. But um, still like it's it, it's just that old kind of town vibe, even though they, they relocate to the city, like Jamie and his yeah. wife. They're from this town of Raven's Fair. They relocate to the city. They have their own life. I'm going to just go and say it's fucking Canada. I don't know. It's, Who knows? It's supposed yeah. to be probably some small U.S. town in the Northeast. Yeah. Because but. it doesn't seem like city city. It seems kind of like, it. I don't know, it kind of gives, um, it gives like Nyack kind of feel. Like, you know, like there's a lot of, there's shit there. But yeah, it's not yeah. like like there's things not like Manhattan. walking distance. Yeah, like I don't think it's like Manhattan. There's a lot of foot traffic. Oh, but then, you know? then the Chinese place, he walks right. to to pick up the Chinese food. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then, then you come yeah. up to like an old fucking town like Rosendale up by me. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, you could, it could totally pass, I think, for like the Hudson Valley. Yeah. Yeah. So then like in the beginning of the movie, though, this is kind of where we, we find out about, you know, who Mary Shaw was and. Yeah, the lore of Mary Shaw. Well, they actually don't go into the lore until like much later, actually. Yeah. But she's but, mentioned in the beginning. She's mentioned, she's mentioned in the yeah, beginning because the, they see the dummy. They the see, wife is the one who mentions the rhyme. Yeah, she's like, oh, they just get a knock remember? on the door and they just get this yeah. package and they open it up and boom, it's fucking Billy laying there yeah. in, the, in the package. And from where they come from, you find out later on in the movie that uh, the ventriloquist dummy in, in, in Raven's Fair is a bad omen. Yeah. But like, why didn't he say that when he first got the package? You know I think it I mean? was all coming to him. I think he like tried to remove that aspect of his life out of his mind. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then like as things went on, it, it started to come to him like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, you can also tell, too, like based off of like the interaction that he has with his father, that he did not have the greatest of childhoods. Right. Yeah. He but gets shipped out a lot. Yeah. He gets shipped out a lot. And I mean, his father says it was for his own good, whatever. But like 
his father is also not even really his father throughout the movie. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Um, Big spoiler. Yeah. I mean, the movie came out what like. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, I'm sure like, plenty of 2007. 2007, yeah. like yeah. almost 20 years ago now. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but he, but Jamie also mentions in the movie that his mom used to sing him the nursery rhyme of, of Mary Shaw. Yeah, and how's it go? Yeah, beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls. And if you see her in your dreams, be sure to never, ever scream. Yeah. Didn't, there's two versions of it, though. Yeah, so there's one in the trailer uh where it's like beware the stare of mary shaw she had no children only dolls and if you see her in your dreams be sure to never ever scream or she'll rip your tongue out at the seam but that was only used in the trailer i like that mm-hmm. one though i kind of yeah. like that one better yeah. i'm gonna be honest yeah i don't know it's why not, they no didn't... they took the dreams part out in the trailer in the dreams and yeah they took okay. yeah so like but if I you know see her never scream out, she'll rip your tongue, tongue out, out at, at the seam, seam. Yeah, yeah something along yeah. those lines i know they had like different versions of it though yeah, so there was the trailer version, which I already said, uh, so I'm not going to repeat the whole rhyme again. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, but repeat no, it again. Can't no. Say it again. No, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I'm going to say it. What do you want to say, Charlie? No, nah, you don't want to say it. Oh, he's so been no. very fucking quiet. I'm very Literally. disappointed. He's, he's, he's a little fucking camera shy. Leave Charlie Like alone. me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, so yeah, the ventriloquist dummy ends up getting delivered, and then Jamie and his wife have uh, you know, the 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 dialogue about you know Mary Shaw and everything like that, and they talk mm-hmm. about the nursery rhyme, and then Jamie goes out to get Chinese food, and during that time, this is a great scene in the beginning. It, it's it's so a, much fun. Yeah, it, it it's a very fun scene. It's she like wants to prop Billy the dummy up to scare jamie because she could tell like he's like fucking creeped out by this thing and as she's doing that like you know she's got the like the record going she's got a pot of tea brewing she's vibing they're gonna have a nice romantic night and then the fucking it's like some kind of like cue noise you're yeah and then yeah all the volume just starts to like drop like the the record distorts and then the tea that's about to, the kettle's about to go off yeah, it's and it dead just goes silent. and then it just, everything gets silence. dead silent, which mm-hmm. again, perfect title for Roll a movie. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> the original title was Shh. I'm happy it <laughs> was. Believe it or not. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. so, I did not know that. I'm, you go so, see sh- yeah. I'm so happy Let's it go was see not sh- but that makes sense because literally, like on the poster, there's Mary Shaw's finger with yeah Billy, with Billy. doing the shush. Dead Silence but, is definitely a better title. Yeah, but it is I was because like, right, let yeah. me, it let me. really does get dead silent each yeah. scene that Mary Shaw, like her presence is felt. That's yeah, when you know goes, she's coming. Everything goes and quiet, and it's built so much tension because like she walks over, and then you know she's got Billy under the sheet. And, you know, there's just that lack of silence. They don't even have any music either, which I liked. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know? she had the record player going, which I actually did write in my notes, like, when I was when I was watching it. Um, I was like, ooh, I like, like, what's going on with the sound. And then, and then like, she's looking at the, she's looking at the boiling tea kettle and she notices mm-hmm. that she doesn't hear it, which also we kind of glazed over. She does, like, she's setting up the doll and whatever, and she stops, looks in the mirror and we find out that she's pregnant. Yes, yeah, big plot um, point. Yeah, big plot point there. And then she's like, she's going and she's looking and she sees the tea kettle boiling and she's like not hearing it. And she's like, what? And then like the, the record also, player the, and everything. The, the clock where it's like. Oh, yeah. 
they do the clock in in all of them so too. Good. And like, in yeah, like every I, single time. Yeah, I don't know all, why, like but... all like what the Insidious, Conjuring, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, that must be like. Oh, I was just talking about the movie, but oh do no, they but do I feel like them? I I feel like I've seen it though in Insidious and the Conjuring, where like the clock will do something. So maybe that is. Yeah. Like a trope of theirs that they've like carried yeah. over, Maybe. but it is a very effective scene. Yeah, and it's great for like the tension building because she makes her way over to the fucking to Billy, and then like the sheet just flies off and she gets yeah. attacked by something. I, I like when it. I I like when you see the lightning and you're oh, waiting yeah. to hear yeah. the, and you're waiting to hear the thunder and it yeah. doesn't happen and yeah. it's just like she's just kind of like a little disoriented ish, you know, yeah. like like what the fuck is going on here. But does Billy talk? But does Billy does Billy say anything when he's under the sheet? No, right. I I not to her. No, not, not to her. No, no, no. No, I don't remember. To to Jamie, yes. But I I feel like that was a good scene though. Like when she's creeping that, into the room and she's yeah. yeah. humming. Yeah. Yes. The, yeah. Like yeah, Billy's yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. Right? I she might hear that. I don't remember. Even though we just watched this movie again. For I know. The I'm like time. trying to think. It's hard because auditory. It's all yeah. auditory, yeah. which I love. And I feel like movies now, like um, what's the one now? Bum ba da bum 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 bum. John Krasinski. Oh, a quiet place. A quiet place. Mm. I feel like those horror movies that kind of lean into like the sound design of everything. That was like one of my favorite things about Dead Silence. Is like everything is like. Your your tensions turned up to eleven because you're like you're waiting for the the sound is what makes half yeah. a jump scare yeah. like that much better. And especially when, when it goes like, silent so and then quiet, you get the big and boom like, and then they use it in Insidious. All of the jump scares that yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah, From Insidious is I'm like watch this tonight. But I, it's probably mood. playing off of that like primal thing in humans. Like you know when you're walking in the forest or like walking in the woods, if you stop hearing everything, mm-hmm. like all the background noise, you know you're like yeah. fucked. They say they <laughs> say yeah when it goes like like yeah. All right, animals are I'm the gonna, first. I'm gonna yeah. get into a little. Little Nick knows I'm a, I'm a big Bigfoot believer. Yeah, but they say, watching, say like, when yeah, there's cryptids. a presence of a Bigfoot, um, yeah. most wildlife will get completely silent. Yeah. Ain't nothing like an animal instinct, fucking, right? Yeah. yeah. The intimidating presence of... All right, enough about that. Yeah. No, I know. I can go put a pin in that because I will talk to you about that later. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Like, uh, I don't like to say any of the names of them, but like the things that are out in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, I, for sure. Yeah. Like, like this definitely. fucking thing on my arm. You got one? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I do. What? Yeah. No? Yep. So scary. There's a tree by my house. Okay, we can't. We can't. Yo, that's crazy. There's a tree there's... by my house that looks like one, and I'm uh, like, yo, that I don't. I'm like okay, so you. I'm gonna say I was vibing, and there was a tree that fucking turned into, to a Wendigo looking thing. You said the name. When was this? Uh, a couple of um. Did it move away? Not. No, I hate when you can tell didn't. that it's it's not moving, knew... but it seems like it's like staying still. Yeah. Like. Yeah. All I'm gonna say is like a tree looked like a wendigo to me at a certain point in time, uh, where I was having good time in near the woods. Okay. And uh yeah. I gotta show you a video of this tree by my house and you'll see what I'm saying. It's just eerie. It just kinda puts your puts your hair. Oh yeah, actually no, you sent me a video of it. Of the tree by my house, right? I'm like, I never noticed this tree before and why is it staring at me? Yeah, and, but it's not moving. It's just like the wind is going. Yeah, like, yeah. You sent me that. Like, I know nope. exactly the one you're talking about. No yeah. fucking way. Thank you. 
Um, anyway, moving moving on. Moving but that, on. <laughs> that whole the sound cutting out is what we were talking about. Like the sound yeah. cutting out. Like the, it has to be something primal in us where it's like that you know reaction. Something's, something's not right. It's like something. Mm, it's too it's quiet. Like the first yeah. thing to yeah. the first thing to go. Yeah. So yeah, she sees Billy, or she sees she's something yeah. with that pops up from Billy. She's attacked. She starts spitting up blood, and uh, she's dragged off. Yep. And she's screaming. Her mouth is gaping, which and is yeah. what you do not want to do. Yeah. You, yeah. If you're going by the show, be sure to never ever scream. Otherwise, she'll yeah. rip your tongue out from the seam. Yeah. Why did I write like the that. sound when he moves his head? So millennium. What? Who? Billy? <laughs> Billy. Yeah. I guess when she's in the closet doing something and he moves oh, his head. Yeah. What oh, sound the happens little, there? I love the little side eye that yeah. Billy always yep. gives. Oh too. yeah. He's like. Yeah, that's super so creepy. Vaudeville. You can hear you, yeah, very you can hear his eyes creaking, and then he yeah. just kind of like. Side note too, I know we mentioned it before, but that doll is gorgeous. Oh yeah, like I was, you know, obviously he's scary, it's creepy, whatever. But I'm like, whoever made this fucking doll, like I, I should have looked that up too. Yeah, Trick or Treat Studios has like a fucking model of it, but you know, you could tell that was like made from real wood and actually like yeah, painted like, and not. I'm sure, like, the model is kind of, like, plastic, like old Charlie here. So, yeah. You know, it's fucking. But just but the, the age, true the villain age, tr- ventriloquist yeah. dummies that are made of wood with levers and shit. They're, are, like, like, it's, and I mean, they, they have the whole, like, thing in the beginning, which I was, like, <laughs> this was the inspo for AHS opening is what I wrote when I was Probably. watching the opening. Oh, yeah, uh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. And I actually looked it up. The person who did the music did the music for American Horror Story. Oh, shit. Yes. Okay, that's pretty um, cool. Which, I mean, l- look into that a little more because I'm not sure which one it was, but mm-hmm. I it sounded familiar. And then that whole opening, I'm like, you know. Yeah. But um, the whole... uh the opening of of like seeing what goes into like making the perfect doll yeah that's what it's all about billy's like the model for the perfect doll and uh yeah i love that opening that's her that's that's mary shaw's i want song is the howard ashman who wrote uh little shop of horrors and the little mermaid the the main protagonist always has an i want song they talk they sing about you know like little mermaid part of your world or and uh, Audrey sings somewhere that's green, like the thing that they want the most. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the opening title sequence is Mary Shaw's "I Want, I want the song. Perfect Doll." She's like, "I want the perfect doll." She's yeah, because that that theme <laughs> is used throughout the movie quite yeah. often. So yeah, and it's sense. hinted at it too that she she does she does succeed. So yeah, uh, Jamie shows back up to the apartment, and now all of a sudden. All of like the music's going, the fucking tea kettle's blasting. He's got the Chinese. He's like Lisa. He's got the rose yeah. too, man. He's got the rose. Yeah. It shows he was like such a thoughtful guy, you know. Yeah. You just know? loved her. He just loved her. Yeah, loved her. a romantic guy, you know. But uh, he's you know he's like Lisa. Like, what's going on here? You're trying to burn the place down. And she, you hear her voice, but it sounds a little weird. And you're, I'm over here, Jamie. And he's just like, ooh, dinner in bed. Okay. I see where, <laughs> I see where this is growing. Grabs two fucking glass bottles of Coke. And uh, I'm glad it was Coca-Cola's and not beers. Yeah. Because you know what? Like Coca-Cola and Chinese food. Yes. yes. That hits. That shit yeah. hits so hard. Especially in the from bottle, a bottle. 
fuck? Exactly. Yeah, that was that real sugar. <laughs> that real too. cane sugar. Yeah. Real cane sugar. There's yeah. nothing like a Coke from Mexico, like with the real cane sugar. They out do of them the with bottle. the sprites too, man. You can yeah. you can still Just get next those. Level. Them crispy. Well. Crispy, crispy. That's what I get when I go to Chipotle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You same. Get them at Chipotle. Last time I got Chipotle, I got the fucking Sprite from Mexico. Yeah. It was so good. But yeah, so he notices that there's like blood on the floor, and he's like, "What the fuck?" He makes his way over to fucking Lisa, and he pulls pulls the sheet, and it's almost like another jump scare because she's like, Messed "There, up. oh my god, mouth agape, fucking tongue ripped out, like she looks fucked." Yeah, terrible death for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely painful. And he's just like, Jamie's just in complete yeah, he, shock. No, then we get the eye. Oh, I the love eye that transition. transition. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yep, the eye transition. We go into Jamie's eye, yep. and then we come out of his eye, and he's outside the house, and the cops are there. Yep. And then, like, we go back into his. I was like, why are we going back? Why are we going back yeah. in his eye? <laughs> and then we come out of his eye, and he's in the uh, interrogation. He's room. in the interrogation room. And then our our guy here, Donnie Wahlberg, shows up as the detective Donnie. with the fucking what's razor. His, what's what's the, the deal what's with the, the razor, I, man? So my man is just he's always got that five o'clock shadow that he's always trying to smooth out with the electric razor and uh get you know get it real tight but you know he doesn't like he'll just do a little bit here and there like bro yeah. full f- he just does his neck commit he, he keeps bro. going on commit. his neck you can't just little bit oh you know just not smooth enough because he obsesses over it right but i love that he walks in he's like you know what your mistake was the rose Jamie's like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, he doesn't think that like he's in any kind of shit or anything. Because yeah. I mean, obviously he's innocent, but what a horrible situation. We'd mentioned this right, you, yeah, when we were talking about it. It's just like you are You're the fucked, number brother. one suspect, man. It's like there's no. They were they were even saying there was like no um, there was no uh, hesitation marks. There was no signs of a fight back or anything like that. Or signs you know? of a breaking. Signs yeah. of a breaking or anything. Yep. They're like, this is crazy, and there was no. There was no drugs in the toxicology or anything like that, because uh, I guess she was uh, one of the ladies was was briefing him before he had went in to to talk to him. But you're in a really bad fucking situation, yeah. dude. She mentioned too. She's like, I had never seen like someone's mouth like that. You know, this is all extended edition. Is it? I don't remember this. I don't remember what you're talking about. No, it can't be. I didn't watch. Not. I didn't watch extended. Yeah. No. Yeah, the, we did. Did he last talk night, to somebody? But... Did he talk to somebody else? Yeah, so there's like the pathologist. He doesn't talk to the pathologist. Really? In the theatrical? I do not believe so. Is a woman? Yeah. Yeah. No? Like right before he comes in, he's like, you know what your or mistake it, was? The rose? It was the yeah. rose. Or you know what? Actually, maybe he it was, was talking. That I remember. Maybe it was afterwards. I don't know. Either yeah, way, he was, he was definitely talking to yeah. somebody. Yeah, he was yeah. talking to I the don't pathologist. Rem- yeah, I don't remember. Maybe you had I don't when remember. When Harry met Sally on your mind. Because you told me as soon as you were like, I'm about to watch Dead Silence, and then you texted me immediately, and you were like, ooh, but they also have When Harry Met Sally. Your fucking slut. head wasn't in the game, dude. Such a slut for Meg Ryan movies Passively watched Dead Silence, and yeah. then you actively yeah. watched the fucking Meg Ryan movies. <laughs> the fuck is this, some rom-com shit, all right? I don't Yo, know. Is it, is a, it is a it is a master. It's when Harry met Sally. Is it a rom com? I'm sure, right? It it is, but it's a master class in dialogue done right. Okay. The dialogue. In I that do movie appreciate good holds, dialogue. Holds up. Which we talk oh about. We like, can't talk when Harry met Sally. Yeah, right now. no, but like just talking about dialogue. We, we were talking about like we saw Christine at the last Fright Fest driving mm-hmm. event, and just talking about like how good the fucking dialogue was for Christine, like. 
when fucking movies have good dialogue, like yeah, yeah, so when you have top notch actors, yeah, and yeah. top notch dialogue, and, and the chemistry like when when the when the chemistry is there, when when it's just like the give and take, yeah. absolutely. We I I mentioned that. that to you because I was telling you, this fucking got me a little bit of shook. I was watching The Exorcist three the other night, and. I told you right about how they say my fucking name in the movie. I told yeah. you you need to add that to your Instagram story. I know. On the on the podcast I know. Instagram story. Because that's funny. But um you you were saying you were like, Yeah, I don't know really know why people like um Exorcist Three so much. It's kind of a boring movie. Yeah, I found it to be pretty boring. But the acting and the dialogue, dude. I mean you got Brad Dourif there, of course, too. So like but I don't know, just he wasn't enough for me. And the they say like the world's best jump scare and it didn't get me. Which one was the world? What was the world? So when jump the nurse like it? comes out of the room and she's like walking back through the oh, hallway. Oh, and then and the fucking the yeah, guy behind they, her. They say it's like the no, world's best jump, not. jump scare or some no. shit. But I I digress. But back on to dead silence. Yeah, sorry. yeah. When yeah. I so, so you had to call you had to call me out. I did for yeah. that when Harry met Sally. Fucking um. But I swear to God, that pathologist I did not see. So maybe so that was the extended, extended No, nah, man, because we so we watched both of the cuts. So there's yeah. an unrated version, and then there's obviously the, the theatrical, theatrical version. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure whatever's on Tubi's the theatrical. But mm-hmm. as far as like I know, the only difference between the two are Mary Shaw's tongue. <laughs> Which what? is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta so, watch the extended now, or just the no, series really that I missed. Though. No, you really don't. It really just, doesn't even. I'll just watch the scene I missed. Yo, Universal. Yeah, I'll look it up on. I'll look it up on YouTube. We we don't we we don't get it. Universal. Like, and I say no, Mary I Shaw's get it tongue now. because I get on, it sorry. now in the in the extent of all that they've like you said there was a lot of studio interference, right? Yeah, yeah. So we got another Halloween six on our fucking hands, and one of their choices was. This CGI tongue that Mary Shaw has. Yeah. So each time, I'm jumping ahead here, but each time she kills one of her victims, yeah. she like takes their tongue and eats it with hers. It almost looks like Venom's tongue. Yeah, and she's and like, be- now I have your voice. Yeah, so, so now and that's gets- how she gets the voices. Oh, I guess okay. that was too frightening for the theatrical cut, even though it looks horribly CGI'd. Like, Might have killed some of the pacing, or they just thought it didn't need to be. But it's only like two cents no, that just I- like. That's so weird. Personally, I liked it. I, yeah. I-, I liked it. I thought yeah, that no, the aspect added... of it is good. It's just the digital yeah. effect doesn't hold up now. But yes, like I'm like, like why idea, did this? Why did this need nice. to be cut out? Yeah, you know, I just I don't sometimes know. it could honestly be anything. It could have been like it pushed them into this movie was rated R mm-hmm. though, so it's not even like it would push them saying. into NC seventeen. No you got way. the makers of Saw. Yeah, yeah, no, like, it was definitely a pacing issue because, and let me tell you why because that her having their voices. Her having their voices, I feel like it's just kind of like a given. Like you don't need to add in, and I, I'm just trying to think of like well, yeah, when they're naturally sitting, she's a trying to, yeah, like so she can imitate voices. Yeah, but also just like trying to trim down time. If it was a couple, if it was the difference between a couple of minutes, three minutes, three minutes, that was the difference in time between both of the cuts. I don't know. Three minutes. It could have been one. It could have been like maybe the audiences were like not about it, or like it literally could have been. Maybe it might Let have been something the with himself. the test audience. But Charlie, you gotta tell me, bro. How was Mary Shaw's tongue game? So it was too good, and that's why they cut it. Yeah, no, I believe it. Mm-hmm. 
All right, mm-hmm. so that was a choice for th- yeah. the theatrical. It was a cut. choice. I have to look. <laughs> and they only get, can we have like a ru- like a run count of how many times Gabby says I have to look that up? Yeah, because I'm gonna <laughs> and you need to give me a list of everything I say I'm gonna look up because I really do want to look it up. Like I want to know why why did they cut that out? Who knows? Because I mean it is kind of a given. It's like oh the person she killed she can imitate their voice. I'll yeah. tell you why. I like studio it. studio interference. Yeah. If you look back on it's like all the shit studio, like yeah. Daniel Farren's went through with Halloween Six, it just it makes sense. There's like when you have a million different cuts with that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. theatrical producer, fucking... director, yeah, executive producer, <laughs> yeah. whatever. You it's know, it's crazy. It's crazy. So anytime a studio fucks with some shit, you know, you get stupid choices. But like it, was those, three, it, it, it was literally only three. It was it literally only made a three minute difference, and it was only like three different scenes. Maybe they thought it. it was like more imposing to not have her seen as much until after we get the reveal with the coroner, because you really don't see her in the flesh until because there's that big reveal where the coroner is like, "My father made her into a dummy herself." We yeah. don't find that out until like. Mm. Right before the third act starts, so well one of the, one maybe of the, one of the times like, we don't want to see her as much. Well, one of the times you do see, you see her in the you hotel. You do see room. that tongue though. That whole oh, the, the whole oh, cutout you, shit oh, is yeah. is the coroner's well, scene. Yeah, when he's in the basement. When he's in the basement. Yeah, when. So, when he gets killed. When he gets killed? Yeah. yeah. Do you she, remember when when he's going? Um, we're jumping all around. Here, it's okay. But it's okay. But do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> I feel the, like it's naturally happening. Yeah. So. Do you remember the scene where he um he goes underneath like that little bit of crawl space because he's looking for Marion? Yeah, and she's like pretending to be Marion. Yeah, yeah. but that's also a really in. creepy scene too because. You get that one shot of like when Mary Shaw's hand comes out of the darkness, yeah. right? So I mean, he should he should have known better. That poor guy, dude. Like he poor went, Henry. he poor went Henry. like seventy something fucking he years. Knew too. He knew not to scream. Yeah, but he went yeah. his whole life knowing. Well, he knew, but then he fucked up, because, and then he fucked up and screamed. Yeah, because Mary Shaw did a whole fucking jump scare she on him. Scared and she's like, him. Got you, motherfucker. Yeah. So, so then, the extended cut or the unrated cut, if you will. Um, that's where she takes his tongue, and that's where we see yeah. her tongue. It's out of focus. Yeah. Like you see him, and he's like, you get like side of his face, and he's yeah. like laying down and like whimpering, and then like in the in the depth of field, out of focus is like yeah. you can see Mary Shaw like see. in the back, and you like see her tongue coming out, yeah. opening her mouth, and then she like grabs his tongue and then starts mm. to eat it, and then she's like. Now I have your voice, and then she kills yeah. him. It looks like the fucking liquors from fucking Resident Evil. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 big yeah. time. But I think we're uh, focusing too hard on these uh, <laughs> extended, extended edition, edition well, shits. Well, I mean, I, I meant to make a point of it earlier to say that I just watched the theatrical release, yeah. which personally, personally, I enjoy seeing something as like a theatrical release first, and I usually enjoy the theatrical release more than extended cuts. Don't get me wrong, I love watching extended cuts, and I love having the knowledge of those scenes that have happened, but pacing-wise, it they normally cut things and it makes sense. Okay. Now, my main, my main viewpoint on this is mainly coming from enjoying the theatrical cuts of Lord of the Rings more than the director's cuts, because those movies are so fucking long. They really are. As much as I do I, like them, uh, they're a chore. That's but... funny you bring yeah. it up, because I was like... I'm like figuring in November. I'm like I'm gonna probably watch all of the Lord of the Rings. I do that all the time. In November because I dedicate <laughs> December to Harry Potter. 
Oh, December. Oh, okay, you're a okay. December Harry Potter I'm a December kid. Harry Potter. Yeah, kid. Yeah, know, it's me. got like a Christmassy feel. Are you yeah. not Harry Potter? You know? No, at least for like know. the it's first just three. Like, my watch list for December is just as busy as my watch list for October. Mm-hmm. So I bounce back between Christmas classics and fuck yo. All right, now we're done because this is October and I ain't fucking giving into that bullshit. <laughs> I literally went yeah, to Dollar you're... General the other day and there was a fucking Christmas. You've aisle. now become what you've always hated. Yeah. Steven. So we're done with we're this. Done we're done talking December. With this. But like, aren't we happy that now October stuff is getting pushed to August? Yes and no because like yeah I mean at, no because it no because it, it it's a cycle it cheapens it yeah it it's cheapens a cycle it. yeah it cheapens it out yeah. they're just trying to push it out earlier yep. like I'd rather yeah. see it through all of October yeah than, no I agree than seeing fucking because yeah. like right now like probably for like the next two weeks or so it's like you could still go to like a CVS or a Walgreens and get like Halloween shit if you wanted to you know what I mean yeah but then. It's just they, the last they week of October yeah they they they, like they just push it out there. quick yeah. yeah like if you need something quick and you go to like fucking you're fucked because it's all Christmas it's shit, all Christmas shit yeah. at that point you know yep all right so yeah, yeah. back on to um... back on to this so we were talking about the um we were talking about the pathologist and you know he's so finding, yeah, he's finding out he's the main suspect and yeah. that's that's got to but he's not under him. arrest you know no. but now he's got to like figure out like like what the fuck is going on here so, so he says he's like i'll do your job for you yeah like, exactly so he tells him he's rogue. like yeah he tells him he's like you're a free man for now yeah for so now. then he ends up leaving and then he goes back to the apartment and then he sees that you know billy the puppet's still there so he's like looking for like some kind of answer as to like what the fuck is up and then yeah. he sees that there's a little bit of a tear in the um the velvet fabric. in the in the velvet velvet fabric and it yeah. says mary shaw raven's fair and then he's like fuck he's like he ends up driving back to his hometown and then we find that like this guy jamie you know comes from like a pretty pretty aristocratian looking fuck i don't even think that's a word but well off well off yeah you yeah. know family like his dad lives in a mansion you know they have like this big fucking gate that opens up when he's you know driving up and then he goes inside the house and then he's um he is greeted by a woman who seemingly knows him very fucking well and he has no idea who she is and it turns out her name's ella right yeah and that's his now stepmother and she's pretty young yeah She's total, like I'm your mommy, total yeah. hot stepmom. Hey. Yeah, I guess I'm your uh, stepmom, and he doesn't really give a fuck. He's like, "Where's my dad?" Yeah, yeah. so he's not surprised by it at all because dad probably didn't tell him anything throughout his life anyway. Ri- like, rich, so. rich dad, young mom. Yep. It seems like the fucking the mo, really. Yeah, yeah. I'm also kind of sad that they didn't do more in the mansion. That's a nice set piece. That's a nice set piece. It but was. you were saying before the set, the settings, the yeah, the set designs are, great, are fucking absolutely beautiful. great. Yeah, yeah. This was Matt James Wan's theater, Hammer yeah. film. Yeah. yeah, you know, gloomy. I, I love, I love the town of Ravens Fair. Atmospheric, yeah. low fog everywhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's that one shot that you go to. The hearse where Henry's pulling up with Lisa's body. I love it, dude. I rewound it like yeah. two times yesterday after. I was like, let me just rewind this yeah. shit. When Wait, he's... which scene? So uh, it's the one scene when his name's Henry, right? Yeah. So yeah. when he has uh, Lisa's body in the hearse and he's mm-hmm. driving slow through Raven's Fair at night and then he pulls up, uh, it's just like that one like like low shot um, yeah. at the... Um, 
at the funeral home and he's like pulling up and it's got like the fog the fog rolling oh, in as he's nice. like driving up but it's just like the old school hearse and shit too mm-hmm. but the way he like pulls up and I was just like if I had gotten that shot I'm gonna steal it I'm gonna do it somehow yeah. but it was just like it was cool the way that it like fucking pulled up <laughs> yeah, I loved good it good atmosphere yeah. good yeah. shot and we love when the fog is a paid actor oh yeah like, you look beautiful honey love it yeah love dude it. love the heavy fog oh me yeah. too man yo up by I don't know about you guys but like up by me lately in the mornings the fog has been so oh, dense yeah. like my drive's mm-hmm. to work like i was like it hits early in the morning we live on the river and it's like i was gonna say it like rolls on the river it's so awesome it's kind of like dude that happened when we were when we were at um vhs fest that one night remember when the fog rolled in chilling and dude everybody was like super hyped about it we were like yo this is like getting their cameras yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) it was cool yeah Yeah, it was it was it was cool i appreciate a good vlog you know good atmosphere yeah but this movie's got tons of it, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so fucking, you know, Jamie, like, wants to fucking talk to his dad. And his dad's being, like, super nice. And Jamie's like, what the fuck? And then he sees, too, that his dad's in a wheelchair. And his dad's like, yeah, I had a stroke. And, you know, yeah, stroke. two weeks ago. Stroke. Oh, uh, two months ago. Two months ago, yeah. yeah. And he's like, stroke changes a man, Jamie. But, like, you know, let's get this funeral arranged. And he's like. Willing to pay for it. And he's yeah. like, I don't need your fucking money. He's like, this is the least I could do as your father. And he's like, you've already done the least you could do as a father. My whole life. My which whole was life. A pretty right. good line. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hate yeah. 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 Hated his dad. So he was, he was like, oh, you know, I would ship you off because of your own good and everything. And so, yeah, they didn't have a good relationship. Yeah. And, then, and then we noticed, too, like, you know, uh, what's her name? Ella is trying mm-hmm. to stop, like, Jamie to be like, look, your dad's not the same guy. And he points out. All of these paintings of previous oh, wives, yeah. where, the, where, where they're, all, like they're all painted out, mm-hmm. yeah. they're all painted yeah, out. Yeah, he points out how like suicide or just dipping. Yeah, which we come to find out, Jamie's mom, why she's not in the pictures because she killed herself. Oh, so yeah, just a little I continuity do, yeah. and shit. You know? I love that of him, like going down, getting a little bit of the family history. I do. Yeah. I think, uh, in terms of like. The way that they unwind, unravel the story as you're going through it, which is why I was like, I didn't think it was that bad. I was wondering like why he was so upset with the script, but it was definitely like for other reasons of like things where he wanted to go with it because, you know, learning about his family backstory and, you know, it's like the little pin of like this leads him to Raven's Fair, leads him to his father. And, you know, we get this whole dynamic just from this short conversation between him and his father. And then he was a good writer. Yeah. The only thing I the only thing I wasn't crazy about was Ella's character. Um, I didn't just didn't really we didn't I feel like I didn't see her enough or like get enough from her to like, no, there's a reason there's a reason why. But I feel like that's the only thing I'm left with at the end. I'm like, but who was this woman? There's an alternate like, ending. Yeah. There is? Yeah, yeah. there's an alternate oh, ending cool. that kind of explains. That explains it all. Yeah, like and who she yep. is. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, obviously, well, I mean, spoilers, but like, you know, we find out who she is at the end, but it's like, was it just some random chick that she decided to like no possess nope. or it was like she was connected She's to like it a descendant, a descendant? Of... no she, she uh, had no children only no dolls. she was no she was the yeah, so in right. the it, she's not a descendant so in yeah. the uh so in the alternate ending that they have they give more of an explanation as to who she is and she is ultimately the one that's that conjures um mary shaw's mm-hmm. um spirit by mm-hmm. digging up all the ghosts. By digging up all the or the go- the dolls. By digging dolls. by digging up the dolls because of the father. Because the okay. father's abusive and hits her and, mm-hmm. and 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 all of this shit. And I mean, 
Another thing also is like Mary Shaw doesn't really like the Ashen family yeah. to to begin yeah. with because so I was of the young maybe she was connected to the boy somehow. No, she no. was just his wife, and then you know she yeah. was abused, and I think she was. Oh, okay. I think she was with child too. She might have been, if I'm not mistaken. But she goes and she digs up Billy, yeah, and no, then this is the and then this watched, is yeah. and then I guess like this is Mary Shaw's uh, invitation to, to you know like, fuck shit up, take yeah. take take over, you know. Yeah. At this Which, point, you know, we get the back history later of like. You know, Mary Shaw being murdered by Jamie Ash, like the Ashen family. Yeah. And, you know, that just, I think, you know, gives Mary Shaw even more of a reason. Like, yeah, I'll fucking help you out. Fuck the yeah. Ashens. <laughs> like, I got you. Yeah. I got you, Yeah, girl. she, like, props I got a fucking score who, to settle with the them anyways. But she, like, props them yeah. up for a family photo and everything at the end because, yeah. you know, like, Jamie and the father and, and, um, Lisa oh, yeah, I and, love I love the, the and... photos at the well in the theatrical release they have the they just have like a montage of yeah, the photos this of time all of them see as dummies. Him, she, she props them up and everything and you know, so yeah. but it was it was um, an alright ending, you know. Like yeah. I, I, I thought well, it's an alright alternate ending. I kinda like the way that this ends, but I get what you're saying though. It's like you don't really get much of the Ella character you're yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, uh, we kind of went off on that because I was mentioning that I just love that little bit because we really only get a couple conversations with his father to really see that dynamic, and it's like they they get so much in in so little. I feel like it's what like a two minute scene, yeah. and you already know exactly what's going on. You know who he is, where he's been, what his relationship mm. with his father is, and there's like no questions about it. Yeah. So we really don't see the father again until like way later, but. So then he goes. Where does he go from there? He goes right to the right to the coroner, right? Because he's yeah, got to meet so to pick up her he's, body. He's got to meet and pick up her body for the funeral. Henry sees. He opens the body bag and he sees uh, Lisa's like mouth all fucked up, and yeah. he's like, and he oh, knows, no, it, like not yeah. again. Yeah, it's so happening knows, again. Yeah. <laughs> so he knows that like this has happened before, and um, you know they Jamie has the funeral for his wife and the only one on his side of the family is his new stepmom mm-hmm. and then that's when he goes like searching for Mary Shaw's well he sees Marion and yeah. he like kind of follows her and that's when he discovers Mary Shaw's grave and all these other graves of like all the dolls all of the yeah. dolls and then Marion tells kind of like you know Mary Shaw like killed your wife and he's like who the fuck what yeah which you know, I'm like, why are you shocked, bro? Like, the, all the evidence is yeah, kind of there. The doll showed up. That was Mary Shaw's doll once you tore the fabric. Like, why are you acting so yeah. shocked? That and she's he already like, knows that, like, something fucked yeah, up is going yeah. on, too. But, you know, so that's when he gets some more context about, like, Mary Shaw and her whole lore. And that's mm-hmm. when he hears the full fucking you know rhyme because marion says it and then henry's like yeah leave it leave him alone yeah and and she pulls (laughs) him away but then as she's fucking as she's like um being pulled away you hear her say bury the doll yeah yeah so and i mean i guess like i guess that's like what you need to do in order to kind of like kill that curse is to bury all the dolls there's also another great scene before he goes and buries the doll there's this great First night in the hotel, right? The, with yes. the red light. Oh my! I, yeah. And it's just like fucking. Yeah. And you get you Billy's know, side eye. Yeah, you Billy's know? fucking side <laughs> eye, and the, and it just fucking, I, dude, great side eye. I uh, I remember right before they started going, cause I knew what was gonna. I like I I remembered this scene from like originally seeing it when I was like a teenager, but I knew that the sound was gonna cut out, but. 
right before it started cutting out, I like kind of forgot about it. And I was like, God, the fucking light sound is so annoying. It was like grating Imagine on me. Sleeping. And then it cuts yeah, out. Though. But I was like, I was like, if I was staying in this hotel, I would be so fucking mad yeah. right now because that light is so obnoxiously loud. But then I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's like, pe- peering through the fucking the, window. There's the faucet yeah. dripping the, in the yeah. sink. And then that stops. We see Mary Shaw here, too. Yeah, I love. Do. Is she the reflection or? No, no she's behind the curtain. She's, she's behind, behind the, the curtain, curtain, which I, I think is such a creepy scene when like she's just silhouetted behind that. the curtain. <laughs> but then they do this like weird edit choice that I just wouldn't have done. It was just a very mid-2000s kind of thing to do. I think if they would have just let Mary Shaw's face like slowly press through the curtain a bit, like getting closer, like that's more effective. What was the, the effect that they did, though? They, they did some like... weird like, f- like fast shake sped up edit where it's like you know like but i mean that's very saw yeah 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 yeah, you're right you're right it's like his style yeah yeah yeah. but i mean like yeah it would have been more unsettling to just Just have have her her face pressing like like like, just like oh yeah yeah. but that's a great scene because at at that point too like he jamie sees like mary shaw and then next thing he looks over and fucking billy's like right there by his bed Ah, jump scare yes yeah yeah (laughs) Some effective but ones. But they had but they had two in that, which I thought was really interesting. So it's Billy sitting at the thing, but there's a mirror that he's looking at mm-hmm. that Billy's reflection is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you even get that ad- additional of like yep. him like looking like mm-hmm. what? And yeah. oh, love it. I love that that the first that night little, at the like, hotel yeah. scene is really good. So yeah, go, moving back, you're jumping forward. So uh Jamie has to bury these dolls. So he goes to the graveyard with Billy. And digs up his grave and puts him in there. But before he does, Billy's fucking head does a whole fucking turn yeah. like yeah. Charlie over here. Yeah. Which is fucking great. Yeah. And then. Well, to um, answer that question, though, he also says, though, he's like, who dug you up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, it. Yeah. But to answer answer that question in the deleted scene or in the alternate ending, it is the stepmother who is the one that. That dug yep. them all that up. Dug, that dug him up. That dug mm-hmm. him up. Him up. Yeah. What about that all, dug all Billy the other up. ones we don't know? Yeah, um, I'm sure she dug up the probably, rest. Probably, yeah. She get yeah, well. She yeah. she might have because like. But that's... she started. I bet you like she started with Billy, and then maybe Mary the, Shaw took it yeah, from he's there. The yeah, he's, yeah. His mama's boy. The spirit of Mary Shaw sorry, took Charlie, it from there. You ain't mama's boy. You know, don't take it so fucking personal, bro. I'm sorry. I don't know. What but when he's driving in the car yeah. too to to go and bury him, right? It's like we also oh, get that awesome. We get another side. side eye. Eye, I love man. the Billy side eye. Billy's man. side eye is fucking great. And then uh, what's what's his song? The that fucking yeah. humming and shit. I yeah. like it. No, it's yeah. Ring Around the Rosie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ring, Ring Around the Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I love and, that. Uh, so he, he he's going to, like, you know, like we said, bury Billy. Billy does the whole fucking head thing. He's watching him in the car. fucking, um, well, even when he puts him in the fucking oh, casket. yeah, 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 like, you're right, you're right. Like, right before he shuts yeah. the lid, Billy's like, yeah, he's like, just fucking. Does he stop? I don't remember. No, he's like, he looks at it and then he's like, just seals it and buries it. And then gets back into his car, and then we hear, like, the... Everything. Everything gets silent, and we get a nice jump scare, like, Billy, like, of right him behind at the, him. At the, at the window, window at the car, car window. I'm yeah. like, don't open the door. After Jamie, like, buries Billy, or so he thinks, and Billy pops off, and, you know, we get a, the presence of Mary Shaw, if you will. He heads back to the hotel, and he comes out the bathroom, and there's fucking Billy right on his bed. And it's like, oh, shit, what the fuck are you doing here? And then it's revealed again that uh, old Donnie Wahlberg and and Detective Lipton has been following Jamie. 
And he wants to know why Jamie buried Billy. Yeah, it's like evidence, though. Like, if you think about yeah. it, because of, like, how fucked of a situation that Jamie's in, it could be, like, burying evidence or, or whatever. Yeah. But then again, like, if the doll was any sort of importance to the investigation, he probably would have held on to it, though. Yeah, but, after yeah. the initial... Yeah. That's what I was saying when he went back to the crime... But this is also just the day and age that we're in. I'm like... He's literally walking into a crime scene and taking the doll to like when he goes back to his apartment. I'm like, why didn't they take that? Why didn't they take that in the beginning? But I mean, yeah. it's a doll. But he, it they... was big a part of his story. It was like this doll showed up. And then, you know, I feel like nowadays people would be like, oh, like we'll take the doll. But yeah, there's, it's a... no, there's enough true crime shows. that It's like, a totally unbelievable a fucking... story yeah. and an unbelievable scenario that like he's in where it's like, yeah, like I, I mean, I'm beating a dead yeah. horse when I say that he's like the main suspect in it, you know, but Donnie Wahlberg, uh, Detective Lipton, he also he also says, like, didn't I tell you not to leave the state? Yeah. So he's yeah. either at a state or at a at, at a town or something like that. So, yeah. but yeah, he uh, he he told me directed him not to go out. So yeah, and Jamie's like, is it against the law to bury my wife? And he's like, no, but bearing evidence. And you know, he's like, well, if you won't answer my questions, maybe you'll fucking answer his. And he fucking takes Bill. And he's like, why did you bury me, Jamie? <laughs> why did you bury me? It's fucking silly. And uh, you know, he goes on about the ghost story of Mary Shaw. And being buried with her dolls. And, you know, he don't want to hear it. So he's like, I'm taking this. And I'll see you in the morning, neighbor. And then Jamie's like, neighbor. And he pokes his head, he pokes his head out. And there's fucking Donnie Wahlberg with fucking Bill. And he's just like, salute. <laughs> like Charlie. <laughs> Lee, just, he's like, hi. Yep, I'm, I got the room right next to you, buddy. I got eyes on you, you know. And then it cuts to the next morning, right? But then Donnie Wahlberg like leaves like super early in the morning, and yeah. initially I'll go get some coffee and a donut. Coffee, donut, um, and then typical cop shit. I guess. And then Jamie fucking goes in the room and gets Billy again, doesn't he? He gets Billy, and then he heads over to uh, Henry Walker's fucking funeral home, and he's just like, "What the hell is the deal with this?" And and Donnie's and, going to the cemetery though. Is, yes, is, is that's later right. On that's what, it. Donnie's yeah. going to the cemetery because he so, wants to know. Yeah, he wants to see what what what's up with the dolls and then jamie that's when he heads over to the funeral home the walker funeral home and uh he approaches marion with the doll he's like friend of yours like thinking like she fucking planted them or something, them right? or something. Mm -hmm. and then uh you know henry shows up and he's like you're not supposed to have that and then we get like the flashback scene and yeah. the true history of like mary shaw and just how this all began. And it's such a cool flashback scene, Gabby, if you want to take I over I know, on you this. can see me vibrating yeah, yeah, in my yeah, scene. Talk, yeah, she's talk. itching, it's bro. It's my favorite scene. It's my fucking favorite scene. But I, I love the whole sequence of it, of him, like... And that's just, like, very... I love the whole, like, Agatha Christie, like, mystery novel-type vibe. I love that he's, like, there, and he's, like, give me the story. And he's, like, well, it was back... Like, yeah. I don't, he doesn't back do that, but it's, like... Back in the heyday like, Yeah, like, back in the day. And you get, like, the nice little, like, exterior of the theater, and you see yeah, all the, the people walking in. theater on the lake, in. Lake Lost. Yeah. And the only way to get the, to it is on the bridge. On the bridge. And it seems like it was, like, the real place where, like, everybody hung out, you yeah, know? Yeah, and you yeah. get, like, the lights. The premier and, spot of uh, Raven's Fair. I just... I, and I love the vibe of like a theater. Like right. I just love. Mm. And the, again, love more it. of those those Argento reds. And yep. uh, we get we get Henry's perspective from when he was a kid, mm -hmm. played by a young Kier Gilchrist, who uh, is notably of It Follows and a bunch of other like 
movies and like uh he's you know, there's some series that he's in on Netflix that is like a big hit these days. But here Gilchrist, it's so funny because he's just this like seems like this chill, laid back actor. And my man fronts two death grind bands, one of them being Whelm and the other Phalanax. So just to hear my boy Kier have that fucking dog in him, <laughs> if you're into death grind, definitely check out those two bands. Just because, like, hearing his vocals and just seeing Kier, like, as a person, you know, like, and it follows, he's, it follows, he's like the nerdy dork, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but nah. My How man, old is he um, in, in Dead Silence? Would you say, like, 10, 11? He looks, yeah, yeah he looks to be like. Definitely not, not older than ten or eleven. Yeah, so in, he's so, small. He's small. So in the flashback yeah. scene, we're in a packed theater house. Yeah, and it's Mary Shaw's showcase. Am I remembering this correctly? Does it seem warmer to you, the coloring? Yeah, it definitely it doesn't does. Doesn't it seem like? Doesn't it seem like when we go? Which I also love that that kind of trope where it's like you go to a flashback of the heyday and everything's a little bit warmer. It's not like as many blues. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm recalling it. You might be right. I, I don't think know it if I, is. I don't know if I, I know noticed. it's still like grainy, like it's a flashback. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. But of it's bleak. not as like gray, cool. They almost blue. do that like silent era, like you know the lines and shit. Yeah, the, of like during the, the flashback. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice little. They touch. do that. Yeah, they do that at the be uh, at the beginning and the end yep, sequences yep. as well. Yep, you're right. Nice little bookends. Yeah. But yeah, it feels warmer. I don't know if it actually is, or if it's just because it's like she's alive and. This is like Mary Shaw is really the the protagonist. She's the real protagonist in the movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's her story. I mean, <laughs> yes and no because like, she was yeah. the one who was wrong. Yeah, she was, well, she was wrong, but she did like abduct that kid and like fucking. Yeah, you know, the kid was an asshole. I mean, he was <laughs> an asshole. He was, was an asshole. I can he see your lips show. moving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love. Yeah, love uh, it. it's a great flashback though. And, yeah. Um, that and then, like, say, furthermore, yeah. like, like in the flashback, um, Henry, like, proceeds to talk about, like, the night where uh, the one at, what, what, what is it, Ash, what's, what's her Ashman? last name? What's her last name? Ashen. 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 Yeah, yeah, where, like, the, the Ashen boy uh, went missing because he heckled Mary Shaw and yeah. Billy while they were on stage doing a bit. And then Billy goes like crazy. Yeah, he's like, I'm yeah. a real boy. Yeah. He turns into fucking Pinocchio. Which yeah. is actually very... Like you know, because you you've dabbled in it a little bit, yeah. but that's very like to do the argument yeah. between Mary Shaw and and Billy, which is what brings the crowd back in. Because you know again, how well she did it. She's yeah, a master. She does it yeah. so well. Crowd. Like, yeah. yeah, and to the point where like, and oh it's my like God, seamless, this is like, amazing. It sounds like they're talking at the same time. Yeah. Which I mean, obviously they filmed it they then, filmed it, and it's a different yeah, guy doing yeah. Billy's voice. But I love it too because they film or uh, they they. You know, they have that back and forth, Mary Shaw and Billy, and the crowd is just like, holy shit. It was like, good. she's good. Yeah. yeah. Like, she's legit. And then she looks over at the fucking little Ashen boy, and she's like, now who's the dummy? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it was fucking great. So, because, like, to, not to not, not to get it twisted or anything, but it's like, early on when I'd watched this movie when I was a kid, like, mm-hmm. I was always under the impression that, like, Billy was alive. Or Billy Which, was, but it's not the that's case. Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, you slappy get, like, shit. Yeah, you get you get like confused with goosebumps. Yeah, I would say, but yeah. you kind of get that impression. But it's just it's also like Mary Shaw kind of like living through him. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, animating through yep. him. They're her or, babies or whatever. That yeah, those sure. are those are babies. Yeah, well, hundred and one uh, of them. We get the so it's revealed that like you know the Ashen family fucking obviously suspect Mary Shaw. Her and a few locals track her down. 
kill her by cutting out her tongue with a straight razor. And then it is Mary Shaw's request to not only be buried with her dolls, but to become a doll herself. So, you know, Henry's in the family business, so his dad is the uh, funeral worker at the time and does the whole thing, and we get this nice shot. And it's great, too, because like as, as Henry's telling it from his adult perspective, we see young Henry in the background making his way down mm-hmm. the stairs into the basement of the... The funeral home uh, fucking... I didn't what? catch that. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. catch if that. If you look in the background, you see, you see young Henry creeping down as he's oh, retelling his experience. I'm going to have to watch that again. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I love that and, shit. Love you know, that. Henry goes down, he sees the fucking Billy the doll, and then he, um, he goes to look in the casket. Yeah, as he's leaning on it, the way that they shoot it is yeah. like you can see the leg teetering, teetering up. He knocks it over. And we don't see anything because it's dark in the basement, but then there's the flash of lightning, and we see, like, Mary Shaw turned into the ventriloquist doll, and it's fucking creepy, and, like, you know, Henry, like, he's just in the corner as a kid, just, like, all freaked out, and then, like, the body disappears, and there's another flash of lightning, and then, like, you see Mary Shaw, like, coming at young Henry, which that scene itself is creepy as fuck. Yeah, you really liked it. You pointed it out yesterday. You were like, that's That's, fucking scary. That's That's a scary one. Yo, that's scary as shit. If I saw something like that, even in my dreams, I'd be like, that'd probably wake me up if I had a dream about that scene. I'll be honest. I was at the cabin with the with the girls yesterday, mm. and you know, like we usually sleep with the TV on and and whatever. But I was bumping I was bunking in with Mariah, and we had the, uh, you know, you can just see the moonlight through the curtains. Yeah. And, Did she sleep and with I'm, the TV off? Yeah, everything Dude, was I pitch. Hate... Everything was pitch black. It was that's quiet. how I sleep. That's how I sleep. Pitch black. Pitch black. I can't. Yeah. It was, but it's just to get the light coming in from the curtains, which also makes me think back to the cabin when we saw the ghost. But yeah. I'm not even gonna go on that tangent. We'll talk about all that but shit. I after. literally. That scene, Mary Shaw popped into my fucking head. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so I ended up putting my headphones on. I'm like, I can't sleep in silence like this. I fucking and hear every single fucking noise that's happening because my brain's going. Uh, like, <laughs> whenever I, I hate fucking rooming with with other people because you always have to like cater to the way they sleep, I feel. Well, there's it was just we're in yeah. the- <laughs> like anytime yeah. we've got a hotel room, like I'll. You know, shut the TV off. Yeah, I like sleeping with the TV on. I like Hate a little it. background too. Yeah. And dude, Mikey, Mikey could definitely contest to this though. It's like any bachelor party or any time we ever went on a fucking trip or something. Like, you'd pay good money for a room. Yeah, I would always sleep on the couch because I could sleep how I want to sleep. I could sleep with the TV on. I could, you know, you're so. not by the snores. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I don't sleep with anybody. Right, I don't sleep. I always sleep on the couch. I'm a couch guy. No, you just do a good job of checking in on us like me. I check in on you. Yeah, I checked in on you. He said I sleep like the dead. He sleeps like he's fucking dead. I had to like really like go up to you him. I put in. a mirror under his nose just to make sure that he was breathing. I do that with my kids. That's the thing is like I used for to the do most that part with, I'm a light sleeper, but then once I've really hit that REM, out. I'm out. I'm a light sleeper. You said today you were like, oh, you were out like a light. And I was like, no, I wasn't. One fucking One eye, eye open. One fucking <laughs> eye open, I dude. Guess so. Gripping your pillow anyway, but I didn't mean to set us on a tangent But yeah, it was funny good. because you're saying that And I'm like I literally 
almost had nightmares about her last night in that particular scene where she's like up and she's almost like floating towards yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Like, it it, it almost looks like she's on like a little crane, like a doll. Herself. It reminds me of a scene in the original House on Haunted Hill with one of the mm-hmm. one of the yes! crazy scares yes! with that old woman. Old remember? Woman, yeah, that's like. Okay, I'm gonna have yeah, to watch yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I've never yeah. seen it. It's on Tubi. Oh, Tubi. check it out. It's one of Vincent Perth's best October Halloween season yeah. viewing. That's a great, great House on Haunted flick. Hill, the original yeah. Vincent Price. It's and if you wanted the uh, the remake, which is also yeah, really good bad. too, that's also on Tubi. So Tubi's gonna probably just end up sponsoring this Tubi. podcast yep. because we love Tubi. We I don't do. even watch Netflix anymore. I was actually almost I was I was this close to canceling it because I I downloaded Tubi and I'm like this shit's free I don't care yeah. about commercials yeah you get like two commercials it's good anywho's yeah. we're, we're we're but anyways like Tubi. that's what it reminded me of was was that scene in House on Haunted Hill yeah, yeah. with that, 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 whole, that one ghost woman but yeah that like that wraps up the whole uh, flashback sequence where we get like the story of how she was heckled and how she was a master in her craft and then we go into how she died. And then he's like, my father was the one that made her into a dummy. And then, you know, he you see him in in the in the scene as a child covering his mouth because he knows not to scream. Yeah, because that's when the killings start happening is right after Mary's death. Like mm-hmm. all of all of those that were involved in Mary Shaw's killing um, start showing up with their tongues cut open, mouths agape like Lisa and posed for pa- family portraits. So. Not only does she get her victims, but she gets all of their families too. Yeah, and then um, Henry shows Jamie all the all the portraits, and then he like reluctantly has to tell them at the end. He's like, he's like, the last one is your wife. He's like, well, why do you have these? He's like, well, it's part of my fucking business, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't understand why he had to show him the one of his wife, like. But I mean, I, it's just it's to show emotionally, like, hey, yeah. No, like, she really is back, and like, you know, this is like you can like... see that your wife is exactly as the other ones are. Yeah, still, it's just sad. Not that I don't see why he had to show, but like, it's just sad. Yeah. I don't like that. So yeah, after that, like, that's when Jamie makes his way back to his dad's house because. Mm-hmm. He got all this fucking information shit now. dropped on him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, he I probably gotta... didn't know about the, like the backstory as far as like the Ashen family and their history and yeah. killing Mary Shaw and all this shit. So he's got to talk yeah. to his fucking dad about this shit, right? So yeah, he comes uh, in on like what fucking family dinner and she's like feeding feed him soup. And yeah, I just love the reveal later. I, I like the um, <laughs> but, but wait, we missed the theater. Well, no, no, we're gonna get yeah, to the we'll theater. We'll get to the theater. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. You because, are right. You and are I wrote right. <laughs> I wrote it only because it's another really good transition where it goes to the map and oh, it like, yeah, tight, yeah, like yeah. it like tightens up on the map yep. and it's his little red car driving on right, the map yes. and then it turns into the scene. So Thank you driving. For sorry, I don't right. mean to yep. I don't mean to like no, 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 no. keep us on track. I was like the theater. So after he has the interaction with Henry and he finds out all this shit, he decides that he's gonna go um to Mary Shaw's old theater. Right? Yes, yeah. Which I don't even remember really what he does there. I know there's a couple little scares. He makes his way, he um he discovers the book. Mm-hmm. About making mm-hmm. the perfect doll, he he explores the theater and Mary Shaw's apartment because she lived like in the theater. Yeah, she lived out of it, out of the theater, and yeah, he he discovers the book for the perfect doll, and then I feel like at the same time we also have Donnie finding Donnie's out digging that the, dolls... the bodies of all the dolls and they're all empty. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, we know that like Billy's been popping in and out, but where the fuck are the under other? 100 100. fucking dolls, which is funny because I made a joke because she has 101 
dolls. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, are they like 101 Dalmatians? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Dad <laughs> joke. Yeah, dad. there's my dad joke. I don't do them often. So <laughs> appreciate them when you get them, all right? <laughs> but yeah. So, you know, again, more clues. And we get a good jump scare because he looks into the mirror and there's like this old... I, I'm assuming Mary Shaw's ghost. Yeah. Like appears I, I was actually going to ask you who was that supposed to be? I think it was Mary Shaw as she got her tongue cut open. Like okay. probably her, like that was her spirit haunting, like reenacting the scene of her getting her tongue cut out. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll have to watch it back with yeah. that kind but, of like, in my brain. There's a little jump scare there. Yeah. And, and he uh, dips. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, fuck. Okay. I'm out. And that's when he makes his way back to the yes. family house yes. to talk to For his dinner. dad. For dinner. Some fucking soup. The soup. You remember, like a fireplace <laughs> dinner. Like, yeah, they're eating the soup. Well, some split pea soup. No, it looked like it was probably like clam chowder. No thanks. <laughs> no chowder for you. I'm not a fucking New England guy. All right. <laughs> I love. Clam I like chicken chowder, corn but... chowder. Like yeah. homemade chicken corn chowder is good, but like New England clam, no thanks. That was like a creamy ass, chunky ass soup. I'm not really a seafood guy. I'm a big seafood girl, so, but, I mean, watching anybody, and it's like, I knew the twist when I was watching it, too, so I'm like. How do you, <laughs> knowing that. I got a question for you. How do you feel about people chugging milk in movies? Oh, my God, <laughs> big milk. Uh, yo, shout outs to Mike from Necroptic Engorgement. <laughs> he was like, yo, I feel you guys. I can't stand watching gross, people fucking but no, no, no. chugging milk. Oh, and did, talking, I, and did I say that? Did, no, well, I was saying to you the other day, I was like, it's really funny. I'm listening to the podcast the other day, and. You know, like Steven's just like getting totally fucking grossed out by talking about this guy chugging milk, like, like, like visibly upset, like, oh, I can't stand, I can't watch someone drink yeah. milk. The fucking movies you watch, and and like the fact that it's like, and we were talking about he's the got Drake, his limits. Every man's Drake, got his limits. Every man's got his limits. The Drake meme where it's like someone drinking milk, nah, yeah. but it's like someone getting sawed in half, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I, I can't. I, was like, I can't. The the duality out. of it. I'm mm-hmm. like, this man's. This yeah, man's. I'll sit there and watch some like, extreme horror and just not even face bat melting, like, just, like blood, real nasty shit. And then like, I watch someone drink a glass of milk or slurp their <laughs> no. milk from their cereal, and I know it's real milk. And like, if it's almond milk or oat milk, I won't. I'll be like, okay, yeah. like I know you're not drinking mil- real milk. Okay, but so if I know if you're drinking like real milk and you're just fucking have your milk mustache and you're letting it run down the side of your lips, I'm like. Get the fuck away from me before I gag. Because I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck, fuck milk. It's gross. <laughs> well. I yeah, love so that, though. <laughs> fucking dinner. Um, yeah, the soup. soup. Soupy dinner. And, uh, you know, Jamie's like pressing his dad about like the family history and like uh, them having ties to Mary Shaw's death. And, you know... Uh, the dad's like, well, you know, I want. That's why I sent you away. I wanted to protect you. Yeah, it gets you away from all yeah. of this. Because I didn't want you to be a part. Exactly, a part of it. And uh, he gets a call, but right before he does get a call, we get a knock at the door. It's old Donnie. 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 I love Donnie. Yeah, he's like, so where are the dolls? He's like, where? Where? What the fuck? I'm tired of these fucking ghost stories. Like, yeah, I'm I'm ready to book you at this point, or at least bring your ass back to the station so I can, you know, have a better eye on you. I mean, he kind of tells him, like, let's go. Like, yeah, like the, enough's enough of this shit. Yeah. We're going back. I'm going to arrest you for now. 
He's like, and then he he uh, he says some shit too, and he's like, he's like, come on, man. He's like, do you want me to put the cuffs on you right in front of your mom? Yeah. And this is uh, that like pisses Jamie off. He oh, pushes yeah. him out of the way, and like this is a this is like a cool um cool way we're getting into the climax of the flick now, right, Gabby? We're getting into when the you can, third when act. you can kind of feel it, yeah. you yeah. know, when when things start to intensify. Yeah. So we go to the final the final setting, like they're gearing up to go to the final setting. Yeah. But the phone, the phone. Yeah. Call. So the phone call. Uh, there's a phone call for Jamie and it's Henry and he's saying, I can prove that you didn't kill your wife. Meet me at the old theater. Right. And I'll, I'll show it. This to was you. before Donnie shows up though, right? No, 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 no. This was while Donnie's at while the door. Donnie's is there. It? He interrupts. Yeah, he's okay. At the door. Okay. I actually just realized something too. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Isn't it like, doesn't he start giving him the address and he's like, no, I know where it is. Didn't yeah. Henry already give him the address earlier? Is that like a slip up? Yeah, because she didn't know that Henry. He she didn't know he had already gone to the theater. Probably not. Because it's supposed to be her. Yeah, yeah lost, to come her. to the theater at Lost Lake is like yeah. what they say. Yeah. Even though like Which he was he already was, there, he already, already knew. There. So I guess yeah. technically, but yeah, Hen- that would Henry, be a slip off. Yeah, Henry had already told him where it was, yeah. but he didn't think to be like you already told good, him. Good, good eye to detail on your part for that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally just made the connection now yeah. when we were talking about it because I remembered that it's supposed yeah. to be her on the. Yeah. On the phone, throwing her voice. So yeah, um, he busts past Jamie, busts past Donnie Wahlberg, and uh, he makes his way out to Lost Lake Theater. Donnie's like, "Don't make me chase you! I don't puffing. even got a full tank of gas!" Like he's so <laughs> he's so fucking over it. He just wants to go back to like, you know, to ta- to the city. And yeah, he's, he's yeah. over this shit. He's over chasing ghosts. And the shit. thing I was gonna say earlier was, um, you know. I, I keep calling him Jason Stackhouse, Jamie. Um, he he's so like brokenhearted about like his wife, the the pleading that he does before he like makes a break for it. Yeah, he's like, when he's on, like, this is my wife. wife, like this is my wife, like, yeah. and he says it like so sincere, and it's so fucking sad. And then yeah, then he just like, okay, fine, boop, yeah. like run. So yeah, he takes the boat over across the lake to the theater, and then uh. Makes his way back in, and that's when Donnie shows up and surprises him. He's like, look, Henry's here. And he's like, no, it's not. There's your boat, and there's my boat. There's nowhere. The two boats here. Only, there were the only two boats. I'm over this fucking ghost story. Henry is not here, and then we hear a voice. And this is like, I am. And then fucking, uh... oh, wait, there is, there's this silly scene, and it's in the trailer, where, um, there's like the false, there's the wall that blends in in Mary yeah. Shaw's fucking. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. But it's it's so silly because like um, they, they I think they hear uh, Henry's voice and yeah. they think it's coming from, well, Jamie knows where it's coming from. And he's, you know, Donnie's like, where the fuck are you going? He's kind of disappears into like the wallpaper. Yeah. But yeah, it's like a hidden passage almost mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's like, almost like an optical illusion where if your yeah. eyes really didn't like look for it, you wouldn't see it. I dig it. But before yeah. he does, he pops back out. He's like, oh, whatever you do, don't scream. And like yeah. they use that for the trailer and promotion yeah. and shit. So it's just. I remember that in the trailer. I remember. Real campy tippets. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Don't scream. Yeah. Don't scream. Whatever you do, don't, don't scream. Don't scream. Don't. Don't, don't go into that house. Don't, don't go into the, the basement. Phone. Don't answer the phone. Edgar Wright, come on, man. <laughs> Do it. Do it, bro. Just make it a short. Come on. Anyway, so they're in the back room, and we hear Henry's voice again that he's there. And right before that, though, 
Jamie sees something under a blanket. And he's like, what's that? And he pulls the blanket and there's his long lost relative, the, the heckler kid who is turned into a marionette mm-hmm. and he's like decomposed and shit. It's fucking great. I love, I love that imagery. Um, and he pulls the string yeah, and oh, jump yeah, that scares, scares Donnie. Fucking Donnie. <laughs> he's like, it's just me. It's yeah, me. He's like, yeah, 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 but I he know. says it after like a really Already, long time. Yeah. I think he's we like, just solved a 70 year old missing person case. Yeah. We also, we, we skipped over another thing of Henry kicking the bucket. You are totally fucking right. All right. That's a no, fun, but you want to know something? But, we we kind of talked oh, yeah, about no, it we earlier. Talked about, we did talk right. about it when we were talking about the extended yeah. edition versus yeah. that. But that happens before they go before yeah. they go to the father's house. Yeah. You see that. So Henry happen. went like seventy years knowing don't scream, and what does he do? He fucking screams. He fucking yeah. screams. He thinks Marion's down there. It's not Marion. It's Mary yeah. Shaw. She gets him good. He screams. Yep. He she rips her tongue out. Eats it, and then she's got his voice, and that's when she makes the phone call. Yeah, you know what though, dude? I think um, I think when I had the DVD, I think when I had the DVD growing up, I think I always watched the unrated because I never remember that not being in it. Yeah, to be honest, the tongue thing. Yeah, Yeah, the tongue thing. It's not in the. It's not in the regular one, but. The, the thing, the phone. Yeah, it actually is Ella. What, but it is Ella because they they show it at yeah, the end show of her on the phone. But I think she is like you know we're gonna, we're jumping ahead here, but yeah, we're we had mentioned all over it, the list. that Ella and Mary Shaw are kind of one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Mary Shaw taking, um, Henry's voice. Now Ella can replicate Henry's voice mm-hmm. because they're one and the same. So that there you go. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it all it all it it's all, all kind of ties. It. But it's, it's just like, you know it missing been, that fucking tongue scene that we yeah, talked about. Yeah, just extended. the tongue. Yeah, just right, 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 Charlie. Just the tongue. Mary Shaw's tongue game. He said yeah. Yeah, he's he's shy. <laughs> That's his mom, bro. Yeah, I'm talking so, about I'm her sorry, tongue bro. game. I don't fucking just fucking terrible motherfucker. Yo, we were literally on the subject though, like real quick. We were like, yo, Mary Shaw like was probably hot in her prime. Yeah. Like she was she's an attractive old woman. Let me find. Didn't you meet her? No, I met um Who did you meet? What the fuck was her from name? From the Conjuring. You met oh, someone from uh, the Conjuring. Oh, uh Bonnie Aaron's. I met Vera yeah. Farmiga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're working at Aroma Time. Yeah. yeah. And her sister Tessa. They were cool. They were very nice. And she's fucking I didn't know this, but like so I technically met the keyboard player of Deadsy because she's married to him. But I, he just looks so different from like his his time in Deadsy. Hmm. So yeah, that was a thing that happened. What are you looking her up in her prime? I'm looking her up. I want to see an old picture. Yeah, I guarantee you, she's fucking hot as hell. What? Oh, I just she's in something called the last thing that Mary saw, and I saw That's, Mary yeah, shot. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> is there another? No, wait, hold on. Let me just go back to. She is very beautiful though, like a like yeah. a very beautiful. Yeah. They don't have anything of her younger. I don't know if she uh Are you on the IMDB? I'm on just... her IMDB. Oh, what's she in? She's in Broadway. She seems like a theater actor. Is that her? <laughs> if it jawline, is jawline, the jawline seems like her. That, if it that is, looks to we be her right. in like thirty or forty. I'm not sure. It's Let it's me on see. her IMDb. Looks good. good with faces. That's definitely her good with faces. Yeah, that's my girl. Yeah, Mary Shaw in her prime. She was yeah. she was a very pretty uh, young like young lady, very beautiful woman. 
Very beautiful even, older woman. Yeah, as well, what? Though. Judith Roberts and she was in Eraserhead? No way. Yo, look, the fucking girlfriend that has the kid. Really? No way. Hold 70, on. You're blowing my mind. 77. Yeah. She was in Eraserhead? Yo. That's what that picture's from. No. Holy shit. Sorry, I just... It's the baby's mom in Racerhead. I blew it all up. Hold on, I gotta look this up. Anyways, let's continue the conversation. I'm yeah, gonna, we'll uh, look that up after. But Add that to the ding. Yeah, Counts. so... Getting back on track here. Yeah, where were we? Sorry. Uh, I so, just Jamie discovers his long-lost relative. Gives yes. uh, old Donnie Wahlberg a little bit of a spook. Because, you know, it's the Halloween season. We're all entitled to one good scare. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. And, uh... Yeah, then uh, we hear we're okay. So, <laughs> old Donnie trips over a fucking uh, ventriloquist dummy, right? And he's like, "If I see one more of these," I love and he this, fucking yeah. like tosses yep. it, and then it's exposed that all of Mary Shaw's dolls are in these glass cases in their original spot, all one hundred of them except for Billy, and that's when we hear the Henry voice again. And uh, these fucking, all the dolls, it's so great. They all just, their heads start to turn, like, yeah, they, like just one the, by the one The creaking by wood, one. the creaking yeah. wood. Just all, like, almost like a tick or something. Yeah. Like, it's so good. And we just see, we hear Mary Shaw's voice, but we don't see her. And then we hear, like, the rocking of this chair. And there's just this clown doll. Yeah, like and the, that's that's yeah. your poltergeist influence right there. Right. Yeah. And we've the got this uh clown puppet doll that's just like talking through uh Mary Shaw's voice. And if you notice on its head, it's got a spiral on it. It does. I was actually going to ask you. Fucking saw universe that. here. Yeah. So, yeah. Which you know, Jigsaw's in there though too. Yeah. Yeah, he, there's a brief. Yeah, they've, that's they've right. They've like he's a, little, a little Easter egg. He's, his yeah. name's Billy too. Oh, that, oh that, he, that puppet? I think that's puppet's yeah. name's Billy. Yeah. yeah, as well. You see yeah. him in the background at one dun, point. Dun, dun, Jigsaw is also on the dun, chalkboard dun, dun. of Insidious. The the, the face. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that, though. It's yeah. like, you know, like it's kind of, yeah, yeah, when they do little Easter eggs, yeah. like nods to their other stuff. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, she, um, so, Jamie should have asked Mary Shaw, since he's got her right there, he's like, why did you kill my wife? And she's like... Come closer and I'll tell you. And yo, Donnie's just like, he's like, Jamie, don't go over there. Don't (laughs) Don't go over there, dude. Like, don't go over there. He goes over and she's just like, closer and I'll whisper it. And then she, she fucking. She tells him. She tells him that he was not the last Ashen and the last Ashen was inside of his wife. Yep. Because that's it. She wants to kill the Ashen bloodline. And then she gives his nice ear a little lick. Yeah, it little... goes through. Yeah. Like, like the, 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 the did, tongue goes. Was the tongue in the... Nope. Uh, there you okay. go. Yeah. Nope. Hello? I did not see the little That's, lick. Yeah, she she put her tongue comes out the fucking doll ventriloquist's mouth, and she gives Jamie's ear a nice little lick. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah! And then yeah. it's great because, like, the fucking doll rises up, and she's holding it in front of her face and then, like, drops it. And she comes... Adam, but Donnie fucking pops off the the shotgun. Yeah. 
And that's when she starts possessing like all of the other dolls. And he starts shooting them. Yeah. Then it becomes like the end of a video game. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. the final boss. We're in like House of, of the yeah. Dead 4 the right now. The shit is hitting yes. the fan now, you yeah. know? The House of the Dead. Everything's coming at you all at once, yep. you know? So it's a bit intense. So, so they're like, chaotic. Yeah. They're like, burn the dolls. So they fucking yeah. light a blaze. And they're trying to escape from the scaffold that they'd scaled across before. And Donnie gets knocked off. And he screams, and in midair, fucking Mary Shaw scoops him up and sucks him through the curtain. And then we see him come back out, and his tongue's fucking ripped. Yeah. And he's, like, drops dropping down, the floor. drops to the floor, and then his shaver's going the shaver. off. Yeah, nice little touch, yeah. And, uh, you know, you got Jamie here fucking scaling on for his life on the fucking uh, scaffold, and he pulls himself up and get a nice jump scare. Of Mary Shaw just like kind of almost like the ring. Yeah. You know when he or not the ring, I'm sorry. Juwan, when like she peeks her head up in the closet and yeah. there's the fucking the ghost right there. Yeah. That jump scare is revealed in the trailer though. I think they should have saved it. I hate when a, they I hate when they that do was that. a perfect opportunity for a great jump scare. And uh Jamie's falling, and this is great because like you pointed out like how he's falling, but he catches his mouth yeah. so he yeah. doesn't that, was in, the, that video. was in the um yeah but that was yep. also in the in the trailer of him falling and co- yeah. which i was surprised they would put something like that yep. in the in the but i remember that trailer, being yeah. in the trailer I liked it yeah yeah and uh yeah he just ends up in under the water of the theater and he's how this motherfucker's got time to just sit there and explore like bro you're underwater I, without yeah. no fucking fucking what is it fucking gas mask or whatever or a fucking what oxygen tank oxygen there you tank, go yeah, yeah. And, like, you're just out here fucking exploring and shit. Like, like you down in the Titanic. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, I hate, go get um, some air. I hate that in movies. That's yeah. one of my big things is underwater. I mean, Mike, you'll say Unrealistic this underwater scenes. Well, no. Um, no. Like, like things that creep me the fuck out. Or shit that... Like, like just you're... pools. That new movie is coming out about the pools. But pools, water. Like, touching things underwater. Like, costumes you... or, like, hair. I'm like... Have you ever no. seen John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China? No. Yeah, there's a is great there a lot underwater. Of underwater? There's a great underwater well. scene with corpses. It's great. And no. a nice little jump scare, too. I can't, yeah. like, even just, like, the thought of, like, being in a pool and having, like, fabric touch me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. don't fucking touch me. Like, that's you ever, like, my swim big... in a lake and, like, get seaweed on you or, like, yeah. or like, lily pads no. and they're slides? Or if you, like, swim, yeah. like, too close to, like a, like, a, not a barge, but, like, like the, um, what, what the fuck do you call it? Um. The, buoy? the dock, the dock or a buoy, or, a buoy yeah. or something. Yeah. There's the algae, the and shit. all the algae, uh, and it's all yeah. slime no, and shit. No. That's why I don't go but in waves. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I only swim in pools. That's it. Yeah. I I don't even really like. I don't like pools that much either. I go in because of my kids, but I do yeah. not like the pool. I don't like taking like baths. I'm a shower person. Not like literally. It's that extensive. Watch Nightmare on Elm Street too many times. This where whole you get fucking pulled through. This whole fucking yeah. scene of him swimming through all like the old props and mm-hmm. costumes, and I'm like, there's definitely a wig in there somewhere, and that's just yeah. There was, and there was a ever. there was a there was a, a mannequin down there with a mask on. I, yeah, you get a little bit yeah, of jump scare yeah, under yeah, there yeah, as well. Yeah. Yep, yep. Which is like great that you know you can see the care that went into him like swimming through the water and everything. But I'm like, no, I'm not watching this. Mm-hmm. This is carrying me, like just skewing me out. I'm like, no. So that is my glass of milk, I guess. Okay. You there you go. All right. That's my everyone glass has of milk. their own glass of milk in life. But yeah, he, emer- he emerges <laughs> What's your out glass the of other milk. He- <laughs> Literally glass of milk. <laughs> he is the original glass of milk. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but yeah, I don't like he- slices. That's like my slices. biggest thing. Oh, that, like it grosses uh, like, me out. Yeah. Especially like, like a slow slit. Right, for me, nosebleeds make my stomach turn. 
Yeah. Yo, do you remember in Green Room? I can't room, watch someone's nose bleed. I'll just, I'll get sick. A perfect example of a of a slit that really fucking makes me sick is uh, remember Green Room? Yep. When uh, they take the when he takes a razor blade and he slices the guy's stomach yep. open, and it's it's like you see him make the slit, but it takes like a second for the slit to happen, and oh, it's just like a big. Yeah. Old, Speaking of Green it Room, it fucking grosses me out, dude. Uh, I hate him. I I cringe. I can't deal with him. This will already drop after it happens, but. Uh, there is this promotion that is doing like screenings all month long of October and um, they're doing a screening in Beacon next Friday for Friday the 13th of Friday the 13th part six. I was going to try to make it out to that, but I hit a deer two nights ago. So, or the deer hit me actually. And, um, you know, so I, I don't know if I'll be able to make it to that. But my friends in Low Fiction are playing a set before a screening of The Green Room for the same uh, this same promotion who's doing all these, like, horror movie screenings nice. in the Hudson Valley. So I'm going to try my hardest to make it out to that because that sounds sick. The Green Room is not in my October watch list, but it's a to good watch one, the dudes in Low Fiction play a set and then watch The Green Room with everyone, that's fucking awesome. So I'm happy shit like this is going on, so... Anyways, that's my little uh, yeah, sidebar little... on fucking the green room. Yeah, and that's my glass of milk or slits and slices and slits and movies slices. and shit. Anyways, but where the fuck are we? He's, so, he emerges from Jamie. the water, yeah. and I'm super happy about it because no. Yeah, because now yeah. we're out of the water. Yeah, we're out of the water now. Yeah, and yeah, he makes his way over back to the house, and he's like, gotta confront his dad. And then he's looking for his dad, and there's it's just fucking quiet. Can't find them. Then he finds his dad in a room. Sitting in the wheelchair, but he's not moving. He's not reacting. Nothing. He goes over, and it's revealed. Yeah, he turns the light on, and then yeah, his dad's been dead the whole time, and turned into a ventriloquist dummy. And uh, also, Billy's like in the crib, like all tucked in too. Yes. So that's yeah. like you know the nice. cradle. Yeah, the cradle or nice whatever. Yeah. And uh, then we get like our saw moment. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Where everything's like everything making sense. Yeah. Everything is being wrapped up. Uh, everything, you know, is uh yeah, no, it, it's, it's it's a it's a and instead of the saw theme, it's just like the dead silence fucking theme that we yeah. get in the beginning. And uh, it's revealed that Ella has resurrected, even though we already talked about this, that she's resurrected Mary Shaw. She dug up the dolls. She is a ventriloquist herself. And she's been using the dad as a puppet to fucking, you know, make it like the dad's been alive. And that's when he turns around. Oh, no. And then Mary Shaw shows up. Yeah, we get a little one last little fight. Yeah, She tries to, like, get him to scream. He does not. And then we get a yeah last fight, like you said, and he throws Billy into the fire. Mm-hmm. And then you think, that's it. All right. Destroyed the last doll. He got Mary Shaw. And then Ella appears behind him. And then it's revealed that Ella and Mary Shaw are one and the same. But if you didn't watch the theatrical, or if you didn't watch the extended cut, yeah, that's where you get like the ending of like why Ella did what she did, you know? So, which I don't know, shitty father. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know what I prefer. I mean, I guess I did say it was one of the things that bothered me that like I didn't know who she was or like why she did everything or like you know even if she was possessed by Mary Shaw, like why did Mary Shaw possess her or like what led up to that? Yeah. Um, but I did. I do have to say I enjoyed the kind of like open ended nature of the theatrical release. 
Because then it's just, you know, uh, he screams at the end and it cuts on him screaming. So it's like, you know what happens. Yeah. And then you get the the credits, the credits running and they're all in their family portrait, the family portraits. And then this is where we get it. Did it do it in yours where it's like, beware the stair, like they go through the rhyme again? No. OK, so in the extended cut, they do the rhyme of beware the stare of Mary Shaw. And it's just showing like all of like Mary Shaw's victims. So yeah. you got Henry up there, you got Lisa, you got But they're dolls, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the... wait, I think they did do this. I don't remember them saying the the, the, rhyme. the rhyme over okay. it. So but maybe they, they might that. they might have. Yeah. It, it was the credits and I had the baby with me. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Again, yes, I forgot to mention I watched this movie with my eight month old. So <laughs> Yo, you're starting them off right. So she, she enjoyed you. it. She thought it was really funny. So there you go. She, she, she had a good time. Yeah. Puppets. <laughs> She she was, was, she was, was say if she girl. was around right now. Let's see. Yeah. She reacts to Charlie over here. Yeah. I mean, but, she would probably be into it. And Mac would just be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be scared of it. I, I could see Mac at this age of being like, no. Like I said, my wolf. nephews hate it. My yeah. grandfather torments them like crazy. I got to yeah. actually, I think I might have a video I'll show you later of my <laughs> grandpa scaring them. Oh, if you do, I totally want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. He scares the shit out of them. So, yeah, that. that is the end of Dead Silence. The different ends. Or the different ends. Several, yeah. several ends. Yeah, I feel like we were talking about a different movie at times. Kind of yeah. were yeah. In, in a way. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, they left out that whole bit in the in the theatrical yeah, release. So just... it's like I had no idea about it, which is why I like watching an extended release of something. Because it's like, then I have that, okay, like, that's canon. I know that. And then for rewatching, I can be like, have the added knowledge of it, but not be bogged down by all the extra information, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just that, the alternate you know. ending, yeah. like I said, that just gives the context as far as more of like Ella's character. Yeah. I'm a big extended cut guy. I'm a big director's cut guy. Like I always rather watch that cut over a theatrical, personally. And yeah. I just feel like why these were removed from the theatrical cut, mm -hmm. like that's a lot of context right there. You're just taking. Yeah, out. yeah. Especially because it did change Studio fuck-ups Studi or studio involvement. Yeah, because yeah. like without the context of, of, of knowing it Ella's character, yeah, it, it changed it just how kinda, I saw the end. Right. It just kind of seems more so that like maybe she was never like a real person, that she was just kind of like, yeah, like, a, like, a, like a spirit or an entity. Ella, I'm saying. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, like some kind of something conjured up by Mary Shaw and, and from the spirit world, you know? Yeah. Doing everything that she could do in order to totally destroy the, uh, how do you say their last name again? Ashens. Ashens. I can't fucking say it. I keep saying yeah. Ashman. Like the uh, to, to, to totally, you know, kill the Ashen family bloodline, what have you, you know, because of what they did to her. But so, yeah, that's it. That's that's dead silence in a nutshell. I know we jumped around a we bit. We jumped but... around. Fuck it, man. It was a fun conversation. Go fun. watch it. It's a really good yeah. movie. It still holds up. Even though it's, it's a good like... fall time full time Halloween season watch too, because like yeah. it's a lot of it is like, you know, dark fog. There's tons of leaves blowing around on the ground, you know, and just like it's got good rainy. atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a dark yeah, hammer flick, vibe, man. like yeah, you said. It's a hammer vibe. James yeah. Wan says, you know, like he was really going for the hammer hammer feel with it. So I think he executed it for sure. Yeah. And I like hammer films, so so before we wrap up, uh, we always like to like discuss, you know, what we liked, what we didn't like, just final thoughts and ratings. Mm -hmm. So Gabby, since you are our guest of honor, sorry, Charlie, you've been a little camera shy. Uh, let's get your final thoughts and rating on this. I 
definitely enjoyed it for a lot of the stylistic elements, which I, I feel like you guys can probably attest to that too. Like, uh, I, I love a good like vaudeville vibe, but also just like having the flashback in there and have it be this kind of murder mystery type, you know, kind of like a backwards murder mystery. Like he's trying to find out how he's involved in everything. And I felt like that was very good. Um, how the entire story was told out. Um, a lot of good dialogue and, you know, you get the breadcrumbs along the way and then watching it through again, you see like all the little things you missed and you could tell a lot of care went into it. It wasn't like, uh, it has a good rewatch, a good rewatchability right? in my, in my opinion, because there are, there's some beautiful shots, beautiful cinematography, um, beautiful sets, costumes were great i loved like the makeup on mary shaw the the props with with billy um so like you know i i always tend to rate movies based on like how much love i think went into it you know if if i see something and i'm like oh this is like cash grab all over it i'm gonna rate it something low and you know even movies that i didn't particularly like like when we went to see the nun i was like it wasn't good but i had a good time and you can tell like they had fun making it so it's like you'll give it like a decent rating so i feel like with this what do we do out of 10 yeah out of 10 you could do i get down to the decimal point so you could do like yeah a four point yada yada you know even if you want to all right well i'd say like i rate things higher based on rewatchability in mm. my own scale so like if i'm willing to rewatch it it's immediately above a seven so i feel like maybe 7.5 nice. okay I feel like 7.5 is is decent, yeah. Like, it wasn't the greatest movie ever, and I feel like if I went into it completely blind, not knowing the twist, I would have been more, like, raving about it, but because it's kind of an older one, and I remember it as being one of the first horror movies that, like, all my friends were going to see, because I was around 13 at the time when it came out, and I remember seeing the, the trailers on TV, yeah. I remember seeing you know, all hearing the rhyme and everything and kind of being like, oh, what's this? And being kind of too scared to do it. And like, you know, so it was that first little, you know, ooh, like dip of the toe into the kind of horror genre. I never really dipped in after that until I watched Seven, but that's a whole other story for another time. Oh, yeah. So I guess, you know, maybe I'm, basing, maybe I'm basing this a little bit around nostalgia. Like, you no, know, that's first kind of like, no, that's like, that's kind of okay. Early, that's like why it's. Yeah. You know, like it's super nostalgic. There's plot holes. I love camp. I love campy things. So it's like that's never a problem for me. Um, And, you know, I'm not I'm not into the Saw franchise, but I feel like, you know, it's kind of like getting to have like the magic of the Saw franchise without having to go into because I'm not a big body horror person. I'm not a big like torture horror person. Mm. Uh, So it's kind of like getting the 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 magic of of. Um, Lee Wan L and uh, blanking on his name, Wan. James Wan. James Wan. Uh, so having Lee Wan L and James Wan, like getting to see some of their work and not be like totally grossed out by it. So yeah, those are my final thoughts. Okay. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. So did Mel. So seven point five out of ten. Seven point yeah. five. Nice. What about you, Steve? So yeah, um, this was a heavy rotation one growing up. I mean, you know, being a big fan of Aiden. And seeing that they did the soundtrack and also being a big fan of ventriloquist dummies, you know, from Night of the Living Dummy, Goosebumps and shit like that. Um, I immediately drew to this movie like this movie was catered to someone like me <laughs> and I would watch the the previews uh, 
for the movie. I remember first seeing it in between. I was watching Scarred, MTV Scarred. Do you remember that? Yeah. So, like, that was when I first saw the trailer. And I was, like, trying to convince my mom to take me. And she just, she couldn't take me. So, the minute it was available to rent at Blockbuster, I remember staying at my cousin Alicia's house. And she lived, like, within walking distance of one on Dulson Avenue. So, we scooped it up and watched it that night. And, like, the jump scares got me at the time, and we really fucking enjoyed it. And it was just one that, like, I'd picked up the extended director's cut at FYE, and I would just watch it, like, at least once a year. So, I mean, I have, like, a lot of nostalgic love for this movie. Um, I think my overall rating is going to be a 7. It's just solid 7 out of 10. Uh, yeah, it's got its flaws in which now seeing or knowing that the studio had a lot of, um, you know, well, not interaction. Um, Control. Uh, a lot of interference, in interference yeah. Yeah. with it and it being a rushed film. I can see why, like, there are, like, the flaws that are there now. Why they chose to cut out Ella's whole, like, little, like, reveal of, like, why she resurrected Mary Shaw and this mm-hmm. and that. Like, those were some bad choices, but I'm going to chalk that up to the studio and not the writer and director. Like, I know for ex- for a fact James Wan wouldn't be down with that, leaving that shit out. So No, so you think it would have been better with, with having Ella's explanation? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I do. I, I know it sounds like I didn't agree with that, but I do agree with that. I feel like having it because of what I said about extended cuts. But I feel like it does add to the end because it felt like something was missing. Yep. It really did. It felt yeah, like it, something was missing. I don't know. Again, the studio involvement just fucked it up just like, they did with Halloween Six, so Ooh, maybe they wanted to make it into a sequel. I maybe feel like they why. they definitely wanted to. I'm sure but it then definitely because had it that financially kind of flopped. Yeah, they like, were like, okay, no. So then they just added into the extended cut. Yeah, like yeah. maybe they were planning to do something more with Ella in a sequel. So that's why they cut it from the theatrical. I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely a possibility, but. You know, unfortunately, like, you know, we'd mentioned it's a financial flop. However, there is a new um, scan that is out by Shout Factory, both Nick and I, even though we forgot to bring it for this episode. Um, uh, there is a new 4K UHD scan from Shout Factory, like I'd mentioned, and it looks great. Yeah. I think now with that scan being out, this movie will finally find its audience and go on to become a cult classic. Yeah, and years from now. And the thing with Shout Factory too is, you find more Shout Factory movies in like a Walmart or in Best Buy and Target and places like that. So for people to discover it, you know, would would definitely be more attainable, I'd say, in a sense, because like yeah. unfortunately we don't have places like Fye and shit anymore. Yeah, you know we're. You know, you discovered a lot of shit there. Yeah, absolutely. One Same of li- which was Satan's, Satan's Little, Little Helper. Helper. F- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so many between FYE, Media Play, Circuit City, and Best Buy. Those were like my stomping grounds at all the middle town locations with my grandfather. Yeah. You know, we would just fucking raid the horror section and yeah. like every store. And then, like, even though this movie was a flop, you know, I'll go into like what I want to say about it. You know, even though it was a flop, I mean, I don't, I don't even necessarily like look at that, and I don't even necessarily care about that. Um, the rewatchability, one hundred percent, is there. I think after all these years, it came out in two thousand seven, like it still holds up. And I think I even mentioned like, to some degree, it was pretty VFX heavy. 
mm-hmm. but yeah, it blends yeah. in nice. Yeah. And I feel like even for the time, like they did a, they did a good job with it. Even though, like, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest on visual effects, but I feel like the way that they used it in this movie, you know, instead of going super heavy with it, they used it to enhance certain things. Like they only built like maybe 20% of the theater exterior and the rest was VFX. And I mean, you could tell, but I'm like, you know, you did it to enhance and it looks like pretty good. So, um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but, uh, I don't think the, the visual effects were done tasteless. I think they did it very tastefully. Um, just a little dated in that new scan. Yeah. 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 Of course. And I mean, that's, I mean, anything is gonna, that's going to show up. That was so course. early on, yeah. you know, in, in the visual effects world, I feel, you know, but you know, they didn't go too crazy with it. And no, because there was definitely some practical effects. They didn't fully rely on the yeah, CGI. Like the dummy. Yeah. The dummy and even some of the like the bodies. The like, face yeah, yeah, their faces and stuff. Yeah. You could tell it was done with makeup and maybe it was like and then just touched up with a little bit with, like you with, were saying. With visual effects. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean look, I, I love Lee Winnell. I think Lee Winnell is 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 probably one of the best horror writers. Um he's proved himself time and time again with all the movies and i love you know him and james wan's combo uh it's got super nostalgic feeling like vibes for me you know most of all because of like the time i was very young when that when this movie had come out yeah, and then i was in eighth grade i think yeah, we were all like yeah, yeah. We were all around yeah. The same you know yeah. so and i and i say it all the time like i said it to you i'm like anytime like i watch that aiden music video mm-hmm. it like i get a jolt of like Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. And yeah. I just feel so good. And then I yep. think about like where I was in my life at that time, just being like a young kid, discovering horror movies too. Yeah. You know? And then it's just like them two um saw saw I, I think I even fucking said it to you. It didn't make the last episode when I was recording it because we were like riffing early on. Um, but I said Saw was probably one of the earliest movies that I was conscious of, like, what a fucking twist in a movie was. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. dude, like, you were not, because you weren't expecting that at no. all yeah. in it. And then when fucking, when Jigsaw comes up at the end. Yeah. And he's like, game over, what? you know? I think that's what he yeah. says. But you're like, I was like, holy shit, dude. And, um. I mean that was that was that was a big deal for me, and then I heard about like what the splat pack was, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" You yeah. know, I wish I was part of the splat pack. You know, Eli Roth, Lee Winnell, James Wan. I have, Wan. I have, um, I have the list. Uh, Rob Zombie. Yeah, Rob Zombie. Um, Darren Lynn Bassman, Neil Marshall, Greg McLean. I wrote them down because I was like, I need to have these names because I'm horrible with fucking yeah. names. Um, those were just all the biggest yeah. dudes who were doing all the horror movies those at that of, at yeah, that, that point, era. you know, the yeah, early to mid two thousand. This horror. was also like the era of like the torture porn horror because like yep. Saw was taken off. Then we'd get Hostel, and then like you know more of that kind of shit to follow. And then there was like also over in France was like the French New Wave was hitting French Extreme, the like French with extreme, High Tension yeah. Frontiers inside yeah. and Martyrs and yeah. shit. That yeah. stuff, yeah, they they. They were they really saw fucking what we were doing with Saw. We're like, we're gonna one up you. <laughs> I think they might have. Hold my beer. I mean, look, I man, I, so. I don't like inside. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but anyways, like, I, I love the atmosphere. Um, I, I, I love the cinematography. I love the way that James Wan had shot this movie. Um, I'm a big Hammer film guy, you know. So, it's just this movie is like everything that I really do like in movies. Um, it's a good ghost story. Um. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm gushing over James Wan and Lee Whannell. Mm-hmm. Anywho's, anyways, I give this a 7.5 out of 10. I love Dead Silence. I was very excited that we were able to sit down and and talk about this. I yeah. was I was very excited. Well, you yeah, know, like you know that 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 fucking new Shout Factory release came out. We both picked it up and we're like, let's talk about this. Let's put it on our Halloween season watch list. Yeah. And I again, I think it is a great uh, movie to watch during October because it's a ghost story. It brings the hammer atmosphere. Yeah. Lots of dead leaves. Lots of good, dark, gloomy, dark, dead yeah. leaves the atmosphere. Exactly. The, the cemetery. Mansion, yeah. The man. And you get a fucking horror punk post hardcore band to do a music video for. This shit is one hundred percent made for an October watch. Yeah. 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 It's 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 a good one. Um and I mean we I watched it two days in a row and I'm I'd probably still go home and I'd watch it again. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, kinda wanna watch it again though. Unfortunately <laughs> I have like should. thirty one movies to make, so I gotta keep yeah. my watch list pushing. But you know, if I had the time, yeah, I'd throw it on again. Background. Yeah. Like getting it's, ready. Yeah, no, yeah, it's definitely right. it's definitely, definitely good getting ready. Yeah. But then I get dialed in. Sometimes yeah. I can't have a movie in the like... background. <laughs> It's one thing to have like a podcast or like some other shit, but like when a movie's dialed in, yeah, like or when a movie's in, I will like get sucked in. Like that happened to me so many times, like during like AMC uh, Fear Fest, like where I'd have to get ready for work and I don't oh, want to leave because like I got a very vivid memory of one time when me that went had Pet happened. Cemetery too. I didn't want to. I was late for work that day at ShopRite because I was so invested in Pet <laughs> Cemetery too. I have two times when that actually happened to me. It was both AMC Fear Fest. So I remember one time was when I was in like eighth grade. I think it was like a Saturday and I had a football game and I was watching Hellraiser or Hellraiser had just come on and I started watching it and then my mom was like, yo, it's, uh, it's time to go. And I'm like, yeah. I just really wish that I could fucking stay home and watch watch this shit right now then another time was when i was doing like the wedding photography we went up to like vermont and then um i drove like six hours all through the night and then i woke up and we had to get going but they were playing like resident evil on fucking on fear fest and i was like i'd rather just like stay in the hotel and watch this today but yeah man so that this is definitely like one of those movies for me as well, man. If it comes on, I will definitely. Yeah, watch you'll it. stop what you're doing. I'll stop watch. what I'm doing. Nice little watch. comfort. Yeah. Nice little yeah. comfort. I don't feel like it ever really gets boring. No. throughout as well. And no. like, like you say, like you, the pace, yeah, the pacing's man. good. Like, and that's you, why it's so confusing to me. The things that they cut out, I'm like, that really doesn't have anything to do with pacing. Yeah, like, you'll you'll rate movies based on like rewatchability, and I think that that's really good too. But then I can also rewatch or I'll rate a movie based off of like, do I feel like it? Like, do I feel like the pacing? Like, pacing's yeah. big for me. How often did you swipe the mouse? Because I watch everything on my computer. I'm like, to see like how, see how long. much longer I have. Yeah, you don't do it with this. Yeah, no, it's and again, that's like what I was saying. You know, like point to point. You know, the breadcrumbs lead you through the story in such like an organic yeah. way. He's a good writer. And you know, like again, the dialogue. Oh, I can. I'll go down. I'll go down the rabbit hole. And again. it was. It's just. Like, it's yeah, also like, really cool too, just to see written. like the early stages of two solid writer, director, filmmakers' careers, yeah. and like to see like where they came and, you know, like where they are now. Because I think this was the second movie that they did, and mm-hmm. I think I mentioned earlier on. I can't remember, but it was a rushed film. Yep. Six, Saw was incredibly successful. You know, they 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 really fucking, they really did the thing with with Saw, and they were 
you know, directed by their management, fucking yep. get a movie going now. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, even and though I'm it was a rushed that's movie. Why they, that's why they paid them to write the script, right. probably. And even though it was like a rushed movie, I still think that it was it, it was really good. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still very interested to hear more about other iterations. But yeah, I'd love to to read that original script the, of like uh, the time period piece. Yeah. yeah but like was, the whole twist and everything for that, yeah. as far as I know, like he just to. Before we wrap up, mm-hmm. like Lee Winnell, when he when he talks about it, he says that yeah, so it it took place entirely in the vaudeville era, um, like the flashback mm-hmm. scenes, and then ultimately what ended up happening was um the master ventriloquist ends up having a stroke, and then he has a female assistant who calls upon a bunch of priests to come to the theater because she says that it is haunted. And then furthermore, you like find out the big twist is similar to the big twist in this is that right, he's... the um his wife is actually um the uh, spirit or ooh, or whatever. Okay. Interesting. And she's I'll the one that's that. like controlling him or whatever. So like they does, they um, picked they plucked out some things. Does the shout you guys have you said you have the shout factory? Yeah. yeah. Um is there like cuz one thing I do love watching is commentary. Yeah, there's commentary. There's commentary ones. Yeah. I might have to borrow that. Yeah. I love yeah, watching. I love watching and listening to like either actors or directors like talk about, you know, they tell stories about like what happened on set or like how things They have were a done. making of on it, which is which is oh, like a yeah. pretty good making of. You know, I they talk the about like what they did with the with with all the dummies and all the dolls and shit. So, like the Billy doll, he um he was like specifically made cuz he's like a hero prop, you know. Yeah. But then all the other ones, like all the 100 of them, they were like what are we going to do? with all of these so they bought people's collections and shit out and then they just put prosthetics on these dolls to make them look yeah. different so like you'll notice that there's probably like like 25 charlie mccarthy's in there but it's like they would put prosthetics on them to make them look like different yeah. and mm-hmm. put different hair and stuff on them just to just to doll them up jazz yeah. them up a bit but that's like yeah that's like the fun stuff that you find out yeah but charlie how do you yeah. feel having so many fucking stunt doubles None of the none of the dolls exists, as far as I know. They burnt, except for the piggy one. Yeah, right? there's like one little piggy one that James Wan has, but they they burned all 100 of them, as far as I'm. Like as far for as real, I know. for real, for real, yeah. It's the only one that exists, I believe. Maybe there's a Billy one. Maybe there's like the hero Billy. No, but they burn him too. But I they would think that the they end. would take like a pro- like. Oh, they don't care. It's so beautifully made. Yeah, though. they don't like, care. Shit. They make it for the movie, and then it's like that's that is what What's it that? is. You know, right. but anyways, that's <laughs> Mikey's nodding over here. Yeah. Anyways, so that's Dead Silence. Thank you so much for fucking coming on. Guys, thank you for yeah, having it's me. Been this an was absolute so pleasure, much fun. Gabby. Um, and thank so you, Mikey, for having us. Talk. Yo, Mikey, like not on camera, but he's working the magic behind the camera, checking the audio of it. Levels. Yeah, behind checking the our scenes. Fucking, you know, making sure our cameras are good. Uh, thank you for letting us use the studio, Mikey. Appreciate it. We will have you on for an episode of your own because I want to hear some road stories. Mikey doesn't like scary movies, though. That's okay. I want to know the ones that you do like when we do have you on. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't even know what the fuck he likes. With that being I stopped, said. I stopped going to movies with him. I stopped okay. going to scary movies with him because he gets scared and he'll fucking he'll, he'll commentate. Oh, okay, okay. It's kind of he's relieved the tension. But didn't you he's say a little he got, bit of a talker. But didn't he's you say gotten, he got better with it? He's gotten a lot better with it. All right, maybe he's we'll He's gotten go a lot on. better with it. We'll take him to go see The Exorcist because yeah. Stephen won't see it. No. And uh, I hear it's a flop, but I'm still going to go. Right. We'll go see it. Not shocked. 
I think we're going to go during the week. Yeah. So. But I did well, we see the 50th anniversary director's cut of the original Exorcist this past Wednesday, and that was an absolute fucking treat. I took a friend who had never seen The Exorcist before. Oh, shit. And uh, it was fucking great watching their reaction. Was it a hit? Oh, yeah. It was a hit. <laughs> it was a hit. My mom watches The Exorcist every other day in October. It's great. It's you a good October movie. Great. It's a good October it. yeah. movie. I came over your guys' house for I forgot. October I think it was Fest. No, no, yeah, it was Octoberfest. Octoberfest. And I fucking went inside, and her mom's just chilling inside watching The Exorcist. Yeah. Guess what I did? Every day. Watched that right now. She sat no, down. I watched great the exterior shots of like the leaves rustling, and like you see kids trick or treating in one scene, and then the one main priest, he's up in Woodstock, and you can tell, like they shot that scene in the woods of like probably Woodstock or something. Did you know that there's a Broadway play of The Exorcist in development right now? Really? No, that's and interesting. Adrian Adrian Brody. Adrian yeah. Brody. He's, yeah. He's supposed to be That's uh, my boy. I don't remember the guy's last name, Damien the the priest. Yeah. The priest. He's supposed oh, to be the Damien, priest. Damien uh, uh Cross or Yeah. It is something churchy. Why are you doing this to me day? I've been doing that all week, yeah. like fucking with my mom like because she's terrified. I could definitely see Adrian but Brody in that but role. It's uh, it's in cool. development Damn right now. Why? It's not now, but mind you. Man. Broadway doesn't necessarily mean musical. It's a play. It's it was a a made for stage adaptation. Good. Um, I can't because you'd ruin it if you did it in a musical. I mean, I feel like you can make a really fun campy musical, but like musical spoofs are on that. Yeah, I'm not even gonna get into it. I'm not gonna get into it. But that is on the radar coming okay. to coming to Broadway, which they've been bringing more horror I'd, stuff. I'd go see it. They've been yeah, bringing more horror stuff to Broadway, like more horror plays. I saw Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde on Broadway in 2013, and mm-hmm. that was awesome. Was that the musical version or the play? I There's think two it was different the musical, ones. Musical version. The musical holds yeah. up. The yeah. musical's was, got some good. It was music a good time. Yeah. Yeah. But they've been bringing more horror to Broadway. I feel like live shows. I love that. I love yeah, that vibe. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, all right. <laughs> Little tangent Let on me, the Exorcist. Uh, yeah, there. and Judith Roberts, she was in um, she was in Eraserhead. So okay, it is that, confirmed. That's, that's pretty. The fucking actress cool, of Mary though. Shaw played the girlfriend who had the baby in Eraserhead. So that's really cool. We just discovered that today. And, uh, and just to confirm, she did look good. She looked great. She looked good back in the day, yeah. and she, she does look good, good now. So. Yeah. She looked good in that <laughs> in uh in Dead Silence. I don't know about today. Like we're adding sixteen years on top of that. She's probably pretty old now. Yeah. A lot older than she was anyway. Yeah. But all right. Anyways, we digress. But so Steven, that's Gabby, this has been great. Steven, yes. this has been great. Mikey, thank you. Charlie, you've been very quiet, but you're gonna probably be talking our fucking ear off in the car, guaranteed. Yeah. Um He's but gonna Steven, ride with us to Chipotle and just fucking just yeah. get it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, the little right. wave. Steven, take us out, brother. All right. With that being said, uh, that concludes our episode on Dead Silence. We hope you enjoy. The best way you could support the show is following us on Instagram at Dead With My Friends Podcast. We're also on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on there. And uh, we're available on all your podcast streaming platforms. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Really helps the show grow. And, yeah, uh, Gabby, thank you so much for being on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Mikey, thanks for uh, letting us use the studio. And we hope that all that are listening or watching, you're getting heavy into your Halloween season watch list. You're really embracing the month because, you know, those that are listening, clearly you're horror fans. And this is our time of year to embrace. So 
Until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Nick. That's a wrap. Peace.